I see those big, bright, shiny red trucks just a-truckin' down the road. Those big, bright, shiny red trucks just a-lookin' for another load. Well, it's a family tradition, any rocky mountain day. Our fathers before us showed us the way. We work for asphalt cowboys and concrete kings. But that's never been a problem, cause we got diesel in our veins. We've got diesel in our veins. What's up, JFW family? Welcome back to the Channel 23 podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to reach out and touch the fleet, to engage and inform everyone with all things JFW. Welcome back. Brother Jim, Brother Dave, Super Dave, and our special guest today, Casey Guthrie. Hi, everybody. Morning, Morning everybody. Morning, everybody. Thanks for joining us, Casey. Yeah. Uh, morning, yeah, Casey. Glad to be here. Casey, you're a patriot. You get to kick off the pledge. I pledge, pledge allegiance, allegiance to, to the flag of, of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Father God, we thank you for the opportunity to go out and do some trucking today. We pray for the safety of our fleet, all of their families, and all the other families and individuals we come across on the road today. We pray for patience and the making of good, safe decisions. We pray to be accident-free and that we all make it back to the comforts of our homes this evening. We pray for healing and 100% recovery for all of our family members that are ill. And no matter what, we trust you, God. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 As a reminder, anything today, anything you hear today on this podcast is not the opinion of JFW. It's just our expressed opinions. Episode 102 did well. 783 downloads. Oh, awesome. We are at 51.9 thousand total downloads, and our followers are just staying steady at 218. Can we get two more followers this week? If you're not following this podcast but you're listening, hit that follow button. We want to be at 220 next week. We should with some of the new drivers we've added. Yes. It should be going up. Absolutely. Followers should be going up. Good point. Casey, <clears throat> you are the fresh blood in the room. You get to start off with the dad jokes. Oh, boy. Mic drop. <laughs> That's a big mic drop. Um, I, I have two. Um, first one, uh, what's the best way to watch a fly fishing tournament? Fly fishing tournament. Huh. Live stream. <laughs> I love it. That's a good one. And, and I got another one that's a little political, but what? it is what it is. Uh, what's the difference between a presidential election and a NASCAR race? Uh, Something about left turns or left. No, no left turns. Just thinking about crashing them up somehow. Uh, in NASCAR, they wear their sponsors on their suits. <laughs> All right. That one's pretty good, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I like that one. That is good. Soup, what you got? Well, mine's pretty lame. <laughs> what what do you call an angry carrot? Anything to do with beets? Orange top, I don't know. Steamed veggie. Oh, <laughs> gosh, I've seen that before. That's pretty good. That's funny. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that is a good one. Well, I had a whole list of honeydews I had to get done this weekend, and 
one of them was an oil change in the wife's car and I changed it and I always hop in it and you know move it around in the garage from you know the where I serviced it over to her side and stuff and when I got in it and started moving it I heard all this foul language out from underneath the hood and I'm like <laughs> what the heck what just all this grumbling and noise and foul word and I, I stop and I get out and I open up the hood and I'm like what is going on just this god all this foul language and it dawned on me when I looked on the bottle, I put crude oil in it, not motor oil. Oh, man. <laughs> wow. Thank you, Kendrick. <laughs> that That's a good like one. A Kendrick joke. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, I've got a couple uh, call-ins. Um, the first one's from Ray Davis here and fits this time of year. What do you call a ghost poop? Uh, silent... But deadly. A boo-boo. Oh, a boo-boo. <laughs> a boo-boo. And then I got one from Rick Gray. Do you guys know how much uh, How much does a chimney cost on a house? I don't know. Nothing. It's on the house. Oh. <laughs> not bad. Bada, bada. Bada. And Boom. then my my Whoa. one quick short one. Uh, three they, this week? Yeah, three Ooh. this week. That's because I had the two call-ins. I thought you'd get maybe get a Maybe get this one, uh, Brother Dave. What race is never run? What race is never run? The human race. <laughs> a swimming race. Oh, man. <laughs> Brother Dave, where are you oh, at? Man. Right? Wow. I was asleep at the wheel on that one, huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that uh, one was a sleeper. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, this one's from Armando Duval. How does NASA... Organize a party. Soup, you are the astrologer in the room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's got to have something to do with... Uh, uh, has to have something to do with stars. Rockets. Align the stars or yeah. something. Man, they plan it. <laughs> <laughs> and then this one's a little rough, but uh, we're going to read it anyway. And this is from Gabe Chavez or Gabe Colmanero. <clears throat> He sent me this text last night, and I, I got scared because I thought it was about his kid until I kept reading. Anyway, he says, boy gets into an accident, and right there I'm like, oh, my God. Right. <laughs> his boy got into an accident <laughs> and is taken by his family to the ER. After arriving in the family, I've been waiting in the waiting room for hours. The doctor finally comes out to talk to the family. The boy's mother right away asks the doctor, how's he doing? The doctor answers, he's going to be all right. The family replied, thank God, finally, some good news. The doctor then says, wow, you guys are great. I don't know if I could take such news the same way you guys are all doing. The mother then told the doctor, well, you said he's going to be all right, didn't you? The doctor answered, yes, he lost his left arm and his left re- leg, so he's going to be all right. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> wow, that is a bit rough. <laughs> oh. I don't think you tell that in the in the amputee ward or no or oh no lighten the, yeah, the, the mood on that one Dustin would laugh <laughs> yeah, yeah he, he would, would laugh yeah yep. he's got a good he is going to be alright though right he is going to be yeah well half right yeah, yeah. yeah. right half yeah. right half all right a little left he's 50% he's Dustin, there half right Dustin <laughs> wow we love you man yeah new employees we have three drivers start today Paul DePriest what a great name. Ernesto Ernesto Castro and Luis Rodriguez. Welcome to the fleet, man. 
Yeah, I met welcome those guys aboard. this morning. Yeah, welcome yeah, aboard, welcome. everybody. Yep. Yeah, I hope you're listening or will listen here. Yep. Celebrations, anniversaries. I missed this one last week. Amber reminded me so kindly. Omar Santa Cruz hit one year on the 11th. And then <clears throat> Cowboy Troy Hunt hit five years this past Sunday. Dustin Courier hit one year yesterday. And Gilbert Benny hits three years this Friday. Happy wow. anniversary. Happy anniversary, yeah, everybody. Congratulations, everybody. everybody. Yeah, that's Omar awesome. And Troy and Gilbert, yeah. 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 Dustin, good stuff. yeah, good yep. stuff. Saw Dustin, Dustin this morning at the Fuel Island. Could have said something. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. Yep. I, I missed Chris. Well, oh, it's on here. Chris England's birthday was what two days ago? Monday. Yeah, yeah yep. Monday the sixteenth. Chris England and Jack Oquendo Mejia. Oh, that's right, twins. They, they they're twinning. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. And then Vince Meekins, he had a birthday on Tuesday the seventeenth. Yesterday, right? <clears throat> Ryan Big Empty Emerling, his birthday is today. George Potsticker's birthday is tomorrow, and Shane Frederick Fredrickson's birthday is Saturday the twenty first. Happy birthday, everybody. Wow, happy, happy birthday, birthday, everybody. Happy birthday. <laughs> and then uh, no family birthdays this week. No. Oh, but I did leave that 4-H thank you card downstairs. Let me get through uh, the shout-outs, and I'll go get it. Okay. But before we do that, I want to give everybody the Rico Christensen update. Good morning, Jam. I just wanted to take a moment to express my gratitude towards JFW. I'm so proud that I work for this amazing company. As most know, I rode out with George in 002 last week. It was an incredible day. I'm so thankful to all my fellow co-workers and friends. Many greeted me on the company radio, the CB radio, and many in person in the yard. I can't wait to be back. I also want to give an update on my cancer journey. Monday, I had round seven of eight, and they seem to be getting hotter. One left is what I keep telling myself. I am especially grateful to Brother Jim and Brother Dave. Greatness comes from the very top of JFW. And it also reflects all the way down to the newest employee. I love and miss everyone. Rico. Man, that's hard not to get emotional reading. Right? That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. yeah. So. He looked so good Friday when he was here. I mean, he I did. chatted with him. and Here's a picture of him and George. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> nice. That yeah. is awesome. Yeah. So he good said stuff. he was whipped. It always freaks me out how those. Yeah, I did. Dude. You know, the, everything's reversed on the selfies, you know. So <laughs> right. it looks like George is driving on the right side of the truck, not the left in there. Yep. <laughs> George would be in his natural habitat. Right? right? <laughs> All right. Do you guys have I'm not any sure that's channels? George's natural habitat. <laughs> Love you, George. Yeah. Yeah, George. Yeah, I can do some shout outs if you want to run down. Yeah. And grab that. Yeah. Um, I want to give one to uh, Tony. I don't think. I don't think he's on here. Um, I think Friday last week, Tony had to help somebody dump down at uh, yes Castle Rock. Thursday. It was Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. Thursday. Yeah, yeah at Burnco. Burnco. Yeah. yeah, at Burnco. Anyway, Tony, thank you very much. Uh, I think you ended up dumping the truck. Um, driver just was too shook up or didn't get what was going on or, I don't know, training or however. Not that he didn't get trained. It just... It just didn't work out, and you've seen the situation, and you handled the situation, took care of us, took care of it, and yeah, Tony uh, saved a catastrophe, a possible yeah. catastrophe. Yeah, right? that's what I was. We could have possibly say, laid a trailer over yeah, down there if it wasn't yeah, for Tony. Thanks so. for helping, Dave. Yeah, win-win. Yeah, yeah good, good yeah, stuff. Total win-win. Yeah, thanks, Tony. We appreciate you looking out for the house. Yep. Thanks, Tony. Absolutely. And then I was just going to give a shout out to uh, Rick and Ray Ray for their jokes. That was my <laughs> other little shout out. I wanted to make sure it is covered. nice. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So, all right, 
Shout out to JFW from uh, the Adams County 4-H. They sent us a nice card. I'm a little bit out of breath from running up the stairs. (laughs) 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 Man. We have to we have to come up come up with a filler here. I think I, man, and, and you go work out like four days I, a week. I think I held my breath on the way up. <laughs> supposed to breathe when you run, right? That is so funny. Running is not my thing, believe it or not. I, I get that. I just there was a whole uh, joke on. It's so easy to have kids because you're having sex, right? It's just <laughs> it just happens, right? You right. just. You, you, it's a byproduct of something that's really good generally, right? <laughs> yeah. And the joke was like, if we only had sex, like during something that was difficult, like a marathon, we would probably only have like nine births a year in the world. <laughs> <laughs> or, or if you had babies by running a marathon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Be... Well, there's still quite a few people run marathons. Uh, yeah. All right. Dear JFW, sounds difficult to have sex while running. I yeah, know, right? I say, right? that puts you in the mood. There's something kind of <laughs> through you there. You need to get that medulla oblongata checked. <laughs> yeah, just lots of visuals there. Sorry, Jim. Oh, you're good. My, how we digress. Yeah. Think yeah. about it though. You're probably not going to be drinking, so half the sex isn't even going to happen. <laughs> oh man. Oh boy. It's going to be a great podcast. So back to Adams County 4-H. It is about the kids. It is. So. <laughs> oh, great. We're back to the kids. Good All segue. Right. Good All segue. Right. Yeah. I'll dear, J- dear JFW, thank you so much for donating the cost of your trucking services to bring in the sand for 4-H arenas. Due to your generous donation, the 4-H arenas are back to a high standard, which makes a huge difference for our 4-H horse members. Again, thank you for your support of Adams County 4-H. Julia... Something or another, extension coordinator, educator for 4-H. Oh, that's good Very stuff. Awesome. Yeah, nice yeah. card. Yeah, that's nice to get a thank you card that we they do recognize. You know the donations that they got. That's fantastic because I'm sure there's a lot of other people helping helping the kids and helping 4-H. So oh yeah, awesome. and this went on ninety days ago. Oh nice. I mean, it it was for the Adams County Fair, right? You know, right which we is did, and we like is the first week of August usually, I think, and yeah. we did it. Back in like July, well, we stocked we stocked it twice, Dave. Right. Remember, right. we helped out, we did it, and then they had some sand disappear. Yeah, <laughs> so I don't know yeah. how that happened, and then and then we had to. They just found out they were short, and we had to do it again. Okay. So anybody that delivered to the 4H that to the Adams, Adams County, County Fairgrounds, yeah, and and we don't know which drivers did it. I'm, we could look and figure it out, but that was a donation. I mean, we paid for for your time, the truck time, donated all that for the 4H. So. Thank you, driver, for whoever did that. Yep. Appreciate it. You guys are always donating. That's pretty cool. I was telling Brother Dave in the kitchen this morning, I was looking through my Facebook memories, and nine years ago today, uh, you guys let me borrow a JFW truck to help my church out. And it was really to help the church safety team because one of our the church members had a house in, um, I don't know if it was Lafayette or where it was. It wasn't Lafayette, but he had a range on his property, but the berms kind of got too low. Oh, yeah. So we had to build the berms up. So you guys let me use a truck to, to go deliver dirt nice. to, to this guy's house. It was awesome. All right. I want to give a shout-out to Benny Gonzalez uh, for just being a good communicator. He... He just has a way when there's a problem. He's just very calm. He comes to me like, 
this is what I'm dealing with. Like, I know it doesn't help JFW, but this is what I'm dealing with. I don't know what to do. And then we come up with a solution together. So shout out to Benny for good communication. That is awesome. Jason Gamage, he wants to give a shout out to Eric Burnham for staying late last Saturday to help get the can under control. And he ended up getting two extra preloads to help out. So Very great cool. job, Thanks, Eric. Eric. Yeah, Eric does a lot around here. I was just going to say he jumps in a lot. He, I mean, he just. He, he really does. And, yeah. you know, he, he's just a good guy. He'll, he never says no. Yep. So good job. Any other shout-outs? Casey, you got any? No, I think I'm good. Wow, you don't like anybody? I do. <laughs> I'd like to give a shout-out shout. uh, for Chris and Ricky last week. They picked the ball up and oh, ran, scored some touchdowns while Mikey was on vacation. Yeah. And uh, didn't flinch, didn't bat an eye. They just got her done. Yep. Those two guys could get shout-outs every week. Right. Because they just kill it every week. So, good job. All right, well, there's no more shout-outs. I uh, just want to give one more update, the Jesse Rodenbaugh plug. It's actually for his wife, Rachel, and the Northland Corral. Uh, their show, I guess you would call it, their shows are Friday the 20th at 7.30 p.m., Saturday the 21st at 7.30 p.m., and then Sunday the 22nd, they got a matinee at 2.30 p.m. If you go to the website, and I'll post that in the show notes, Click on the menu tab, and you will find the ticket link for the shows. Should be a musical, right, Jim? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, good family stuff. I think it's a choir to go. <laughs> yes. But they do dress up. <laughs> they do dress up. That makes it a musical. Yeah. Good call. <laughs> Jack Quindo Mejia just sent us something. Let me make sure. Ah, shout out. Perfect timing. Good morning, Jam. In today's podcast, I would like to give 0034 Jamie Gallegos a shout-out for last week in Fair Play, helping me get my tarp rolled out by plugging this cord in to get my happy load delivered. 0043 clear, a.k.a. high road up. Nice. That is awesome. Good job. Yeah, that is awesome. Thanks, James. All right, let's get into the discussion. Chris Beam sent me a note. He said, recently I've noticed a lot of guys dropping their trailers down into a ditch or checking the curb or the general lack of awareness as to where their trailer axle is. When you're making the right turn, it's essential to know exactly where your trailer is going to track at all times. Sidewall damage or puncture is a waste of yours and the shop's time. Not to mention, you never know when that car is going to try to sneak in there or if that person on the corner is actually paying attention. Yeah, great points. Absolutely. Good call. I think we No, we've had a lot of damage, and we, we have it out there right now on a tire, but on the super singles, when they're brand new, full of tread, probably the top, I don't know, 75% of the tread depth, those tires are very uh, susceptible to damage on the outermost bead when you get in a rut where there is no ground under over 50% of the tire. So I don't know if I explained that well enough. What we think is happening is there's a lot of places in the canyon coming down from Fry's where you're going around a curve or a corner and the trucks are getting off the pavement onto the dirt and there's become like a hole there as such. Mm. And uh, that trailer tire isn't... uh, fully on the asphalt it's half on the asphalt half on the dirt and when that tire has 50 percent or more of the tread on it it's actually tearing the rubber off 
the tread on the on the number one tread groove on the inside of the trailer tire. Mm. So if we're losing, if you guys out there pay attention, and you happen to lose a trailer tire that the tread is torn on the inside of the trailer, not the outside, not the outside wall, but the inside side wall, you're going over something in some spot where that tire isn't fully making contact with the 100% of the ground. It's went over something where it's half on and then the rest of the tire isn't touching. And we had, it took us a while, two years ago or a year and a half ago, we had a giant hole just outside Central Plant. And man, we lost tire after tire after tire. And finally we figured out, wait a minute, this is happening at Central. Scooby went out there and actually like took a loader bucket of gravel and filled the hole. Down at Plant 13, too. Yes, out right yes, thank you. Airport. Yes. That was like Scooby's first week we went down there to okay. Plant 13. And yeah. yeah, but that was... That was happening a lot yes. like two years ago. And yes. It definitely calmed down. Yeah. Scooby's road repairs helped. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, those tires are 1200 bucks each. Right. You know, and if, you know, what a perfect segue for Chris to talk about that. And I mean, it is, it's terrible that you take a brand new tire and you'd think, well, it'll be okay. I didn't hit anything, but just rolling over it because that tire isn't supported fully across the bottom. It's only supported on, you know, say three inches. Well, it's going to take that inside, I'm calling it the inside tread, but the number one tread groove, and it literally just tears it yeah. away from that tire. It's like just like perfect. It's so symmetrical. It's like this perfect yes. piece of rubber missing yes. completely around the tire. Yeah. Yeah. And it, I mean, if you think about it, that's like, you know, trying to lift a 20 pound weight instead of with your whole hand with just your finger, right? Finger curls. <laughs> finger curls. <laughs> come on, Jam, work with me. I'm trying to come up with the analogy. That's a good analogy. Finger that curls. is a good analogy. Uh, the That's other, another analogy. The other good reason to watch where your trailer is, you don't want to run somebody over. Yeah. Or rip the front of somebody's truck off. Right. We just had that happen up at uh, Morton. We had a driver <clears throat> on the uh, main road headed to the scale. Another driver from a different company was loading sand. <clears throat> they were running like parallel for a very short period of time. And then the guy from the sand pile made a hard right to go to the e-scale and ripped the front of uh, 007 off. Yeah. So, or 68, sorry. It looks like 007 now because we borrowed that hood. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Somebody came to inspect that truck <clears throat> this week, and uh, or maybe it was Friday, and we go back there because I knew it was here, and then I see the hood, and I'm like, why is 007 back here? <laughs> I like got all confused. I'm like, oh, that's right. Yeah, almost should have pulled the stickers off it just so, you know. Oh, even, I'm sure the scales. Like, yeah, even uh, even the blank. Sure. Yeah, yeah, I know we passed it, but I think a, you know, a shout out to Chris Beam here to even speak up about this stuff and try to write it right in and or or you know, write in. It's not a write in thing, but text or let us know because the, you know, the, the general lack of awareness, you know, and, and, you know, the sidewall damage. And it's not professional either. Right. And I know we kind of harped on it last week quite a bit about, you know, taking responsibility and what you're going to do. And the next few items here in the discussion is all about how you want to do your job. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I don't know, uh, again, we've, you know, Dave, I know you ragged on and ragged on it last week about praying for different things and it was hard not to interrupt jam when he did the prayer yeah and you're you're just you know we we've tried so many different ways to get the message across and here we are today again doing the same thing that you know here's here's chris just out there driving around and and noticing this stuff and whether it's a uh 
new driver, an older driver. It's just how good do you want to be in your job? You know, what, what pride do you want to take? I, I think the, uh, you know, we can skip around here a little bit, but to go to the annual inspection stickers, Jam Next, and we can talk about dispatch, but, you know, we had, uh, we found, a driver got a ticket for the annual inspection sticker being expired on his truck, all right? What's and, the annual inspection sticker? <laughs> exactly. So, by, I don't know, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> So piece they, of they, government legislation that <laughs> interferes with us doing our job. There you go. <laughs> the, truth. The, the thing about them, though, is they do look weird because they are good a year past right. whatever's on there, yeah, if, yeah. You, if you are yeah. reading them. That is a confusing piece of them. But, you know, we found the one and we're like, okay, what else have we missed? And I don't know. I, I didn't count it up. We had at least 20 vehicles, right? At least you guys that didn't have stickers. You know, between trucks and trailers, probably. Yeah, for sure, over a dozen. Yeah, yeah. Way more than we should. And yes. I, <laughs> I know we had a meeting about it, about the safety, uh, the safety team, a meeting about it. And as Jr. went through the who was driving some of the trucks, some of the trucks were longtime employees, trainers, oh, yeah. different stuff like that. And that's all a part of your pre-trip and post-trip is looking at that sticker. You know, but we whip it. Yeah, whip it good. Yeah, but we felt it was pencil whip it. Everybody's <laughs> go ahead, Dave. Go <laughs> go ahead, take. A... <laughs> I'm not trying to take over. No, I'm just being go. a jerk. Go, go, ahead. It. go ahead. We're just pencil go. whipping it. Jim, right? just, just grab that soapbox over there. <laughs> <laughs> let, let Dave go. Um, that the yeah, I lost my train of thought now. Sorry. So. <laughs> Trainers, experienced drivers, you just got to look at the sticker. Yeah, but it's it was all of our fault. Yes, you know we we you know the safety guys were we're out there. We're everybody's around those trucks. The mechanics, the wash guys, the drivers, and and we still had the simplest thing pass through the cracks. And and you know when we had the meeting, that that sticker is like one oh one in trucking. You have to have that. It's like license plates. It's like. Making sure your tires are full of air. Making sure you checked your oil. That sticker is important, you know, and we got a ticket for it. And the driver got dinged. We got dinged on our CSA. And you're just like, how did we all let it pass? How did we all miss it? And and that's not at all about being better. That was That's not making us better. And you're reminded of it every single day when you're pencil whipping the pre-trip, post-trip sheet. It's right there. Boom, pencil whipped it. Never looked, never looked. And that is so frustrating. It's uber frustrating. Mm -hmm. And Jim, I mean, I know you said we all missed it. And that was our meeting yesterday with the safety team. We all missed it. Shop missed it. We all missed it. But this morning we had an incident with the driver and you looked right at him and said, who's the captain of that ship? Who was responsible for sinking the Titanic? Who? Captain. The captain of the ship, right? Who's the captain of that truck, that driver? Right. Who's responsible? That driver. I mean, you had to know that to get your license. You had to know it. Why is it excusable that now you don't? Right. You know, I mean, it, it, it just leads me to believe we do so much and take care of so many things that the drivers aren't responsible for anything. And then when we do, like, question them, they're upset sometimes. It's yeah. like, whoa. Well, here's something that will help. But we developed that 
that um, pre-trip, post-trip check sheet specifically for us. I tested it. You know, Mikey, Dave, we, we took a lot of those items from the shop's checklist and we put that together for our guys to use as our pre-trip and post-trip. It's a really long list. It's front, it's back, it's it's 150 some odd different things on there. And when we were testing that list, I would go through it every day, like with my pen and a clipboard and go around the truck. It takes 45 minutes to complete that, to check tire pressures, to check brake strokes. Um, and you know, we really need to update it actually, you guys, cause it talks about um, drum brakes and yeah, stuff. Things yeah. that aren't on the list anymore, yeah, right? So we you really know. should update that. But here's the thing, I don't, and we don't expect people to take 45 minutes every afternoon after you just drove for 12 hours to do a walk around. But the thing is, it can help you develop a habit. It can help you be used as a checklist and just go through that and say, oh shoot, I didn't check my uh, FHWA sticker. As you're going down the list, you got to read it. You got to go through it. You can't just draw a line down through all the boxes. So as you go through that check sheet, it will help you develop a habit for doing your walk around in the morning or in the afternoon. And everybody needs to do that. It, it's so true. One of the things we ran into this morning that Dave's talking about is we, we joked with George this morning is, He's trying to develop the habits of, you know, hey, he knows when he parked the truck last night, he left his tailgate open, right? Super Dave, that, that's one of the things. At the end of the day, he set himself up for success, okay? When he came in this morning, his habit is to walk around the truck. As he walked down the truck, he noticed the air valve was in. And he goes, I know I left the tailgate open. So he pulls the valve, okay? He's preloaded with Coors. Oh, no. Oh, man. <laughs> and didn't know it, right? So, you know, he comes and gets me and Scooby, and luckily it was pretty dry, and we're able to spill a little, slam the gate, hit the button, you know, and bang on the dogs a little bit. And George, George is like, he's dying because he feels bad now, you know, because he's like, freaking okay. out. Yeah, he's freaking out. The, <laughs> the load is, <laughs> you know, and he came, and that's how he started the conversation with me and Dave. He said, but you guys said, just like you're saying, Dave, you develop a habit. And I joked him, like, whoa, 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 you guys, it, it went wrong right there. We <laughs> didn't say, you know, to, to pull the tailgate. And that's where I joked with him about who's the captain of that ship, you know? Yeah, I think uh, when you have habits or you have like a procedure and then something changes, right? it really screws everything. Oh, up. it sure does. does. You know yeah. what I mean? like, and, and kudos to George. I mean, he's not one of those guys that has problems. Right. Yeah. He yeah. has, he does a comprehensive does a check. Job. He does a good job. That's, it was, it was just one of those deals. You know yeah. what I mean? And luckily it wasn't a big deal. So, <laughs> wow. Yeah. And yeah. wasn't, yeah, luckily it wasn't wet or a big sloshy load or, hey, you know. We had a, we had a senior driver leave the North drive this morning with his tailgate open. And, uh, you know, he called me after everything was settled and he was just like, hey, you know, I did my walk around and I went to push it. Something happened where he got off his procedure a little bit. You know what I mean? And man, if you have a procedure and one thing throws you off, then everything's off. Everything's off. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 And what, what is it? I don't know. You have to do it like 17 times or 21 times. You develop a habit. Then, yeah, then it's a habit. habit. Right. Mm -hmm. Then you're then you're like you guys are saying you're stuck with it. But I guess the. But then that's what. Right, Jam's saying, like, 
George is it's bad. in a habit. Yeah, yeah it's ba- that, we yeah. changed the circumstances, so his habit was right. just it's an thrown apart. Yeah, it was yeah. blown up. Right, I left yeah. my tailgate open. Yeah. What's up? Well, yeah. we're changing everybody's habits right now because we're changing seasons. Right. Nice. Yep. So now everybody's got to get in that habit again of exactly. exactly leaving your tailgate on the outside of your dogs. New exactly. habit. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, and but you know, back to the annual inspections, guys. That. That's just stuff that should not be missed, you know. And we've we talk about it during the podcast. We, you know, the podcast starts to probably sound the same. We've all talked about that. You know, here we are talking about that. But these are things that make us better, right. and we just we can't miss this stuff, you guys. You gotta, you know, we're asking you to help us out. But like Dave tried to explain nicely, it's not our job. <laughs> it is truly. Your job as a driver, that's that's your ship. Why why aren't you commanding? That was with a P, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not it's a P. Your, it's, your, it's, your, it's your ship. Get it together. <laughs> you know? Right. So, yeah, do, you know, I, I just don't want to, I just don't want to bitch about the jobs we're doing as, as, the, as the drivers. Mm-hmm. You I know, think I people need to, in, they have to develop an internal desire to improve like good enough is not good enough you know what i mean being mediocre is not good enough you have to every day say wow i learned something here and try to in integrate it or and that that's take an extra step to to do something extra or more thoroughly or you know something along those lines i i 100 percent agree dave and that's 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 what Chris is calling it, you know, writing in about here is you're per- wanting to be better is not running over the curb. Mm-hmm. Right, Dave? Your personal achievement is can I make around that corner without just blasting over the curb? Right. I couldn't stand to do that. I thought that's not a driver. That's not that's not taking your shit. I mean ship and, <laughs> and getting it around the corner. Right? I mean, that was intentional, Jim. <laughs> well, I mean, we we used to dog each other because you yes. either you saw one of two marks on oh, that tire. Buddy. It was either a big, big, long rookie ring where it made a whole whole revolution next mm-hmm. to the curb, or you have just the that. the black spot where it was like poof up yeah. over the curb and then falls off the other right. side. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you're like, what's that big black smudge on your tire? You know what I mean? And yeah. like, mm-hmm. did you go over that curb over at Plant Eleven coming in off Sheridan? Oh, <laughs> you see right? him out there yeah. rubbing dirt on it so they don't get caught with it. Yeah, yeah so fun right it, there's know. words of a seasoned veteran. Thanks for calling out, Casey. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there, I've done it. Uh, yeah, because you didn't want to be called out, right, right Casey? Yeah. Even if it was a mistake, I'm yeah. like, I can't let anybody know oh, right. what, a, what a doofus I was. But that I still own it. Makes me look stupid. Makes me look stupid. Yes, yes. Maybe that's, it's not the nicest way, but... Not having the inspection stickers up to date Makes made us sense. all look stupid. Yeah. Especially when when we were just in the canyon, somebody who got the fifty bucks, Dave, uh, uh, Tanny, Tanny, he wasn't at the canyon. Another guy got inspected at the canyon, Jim, right across from Fry's. Tanny was down off eighty five and Titan Road, mm-hmm. and uh, you know went through a level one inspection, and but didn't, he, didn't he said the, it was the lamest inspection he'd ever been through because he said that. The dude didn't check anything. He goes, oh, you're a JFW truck. We never have problems with you guys. Everything looks great. The trucks are always clean. We and don't ever find anything wrong. And, I mean, he, Tanny led me to believe a little bit. You know, I mean, I don't want to put words in his mouth because we didn't talk that much about it. 
But like the, the cop basically didn't do anything, or the yeah, trooper he pencil didn't. whipped it, huh? Yeah, exactly. Wow. But and, but and Tanny did he came in whip it because of who we were, though, Dave. That's where that's where I'm going with this point. Yes. And oh, then, absolutely. Because of our reputation, we aren't really and the, that person, right? Yes. No, you are spot on. And we get more more and more tickets like that for that. Then yes. we will have the wrong reputation. But that's what we strive for. But we count on our people to make us better. We're only as good as our people, and we need the best people we can get, right? And yeah. and and you know that's what Dave's talking about. We want people that need, they want to strive to be better. And you know, I we always go back and we talk about being complacent. You know, and you can almost like, well, that's almost a shot. I'm not complacent. Well, I mean, I was complacent driving to work this morning. I wasn't thinking about my drive at all. I was thinking about the million things that. We had go on yesterday that I was dealing with, and you know the the drive was complacent. I didn't do anything that was stellar on my drive to work, you know. And it's it's easy to get caught up in those things, right? You're you're alone in the truck. You're doing your day's deal. Getting your mind, you know, right. yeah. And and your your mind is elsewhere. It's not a hundred percent focused on what you're doing, and you know those things. Life, it's life, right? It comes up and. We talk about being complacent, you know. You can be complacent in your marriage, in your in your home repairs, in in whatever, right? You know what I mean? Seriously, you can. And everything takes a little bit of elbow grease. And I this sounds corny, but I reflect back on I had a justice of the peace that was the the guy at, at my wedding at when my wife and I got married twenty nine years ago. And I'll never forget this. You know, his little speech to us both, you know, because we put on the brand new bright, shiny gold rings and they just sparkled and they were so beautiful and everything. And his speech to us was, you know, after a year, those those rings aren't going to be bright and shiny anymore. You're going to have to take them in it and you're going to have to stop and take the rings off and repolish the rings. And with those rings, you need to do that with your relationship. You need to build that relationship back up just like you're building the beauty back up in the in the rings. And that's you can apply that to everyday life. The complacency, right? Mm-hmm. The complacency in the marriage, the complacency in the job, the complacency in everything. And you have to, you know, polish those rings up a little bit every day. You know, avoid that hole. Go around those curbs. You know, pay a little bit more attention when you change lanes. Those you can apply that to everything, right? There's yeah. the analogy. I love that analogy. Yeah. Thank you. you. Know? <laughs> Just because you've been driving for 20 years doesn't mean you need to. I mean, it means that you need to polish it once in yes. a while. Yes. You, you are not a given perfect driver. You right. have to work at it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's, there's two types of personalities. You got the guys that come in and show up to work every day that give 100%. And then you guys, you get the guys that show up to come to work and just get a paycheck and squeak on by. Yeah, yeah, you. Which thankfully we don't have many of those, Jim. No, we got we got good people that work. We have rock stars after rock stars after rock stars, and and we complained about hitting the gate once when we went through it five thousand times. But we we want to be perfect. We don't ever want to hit that gate, right? We don't want to tear up that tire off the curb. So we continue to talk about it. That's the only way, you know. Just like the analogy, that's the only way we can help everyone be better. Like it. Yeah. So so true. So just to show you the snowball effect of stickers being expired had, we, we had a very pleasant meeting after that. And then uh, we came up 
we came up with a plan. It wasn't that bad. It, it wasn't, wasn't a no. bad meeting. I said it was pleasant. <laughs> I bet you were being sarcastic. Yeah, same here. <laughs> he kind of said it and was, chuckled like, really a did. very pleasant meeting. Yeah. Drop and give me 20. <laughs> it's after spraying after you take a poop. <laughs> right. it, was, it was pleasant. <laughs> we had a Zoom call with one of our um, program, like, with, with Toro, yeah, because yeah, one of the think, programmers with Toro. Yeah. yeah, we think that we could uh, plug in, you know, insp- inspections, uh, expiration dates in there, and be notified. So there's a lot that happened because we had, you know, twelve to twenty expired inspection stickers. But we got a game plan now. So you know what? What I like about what happened is we took. I don't want to say it's a bad thing, but we took something we failed on. Mm-hmm. And we used it as an opportunity to be better. Yeah, we won't fail on that again. Absolutely. We we shouldn't. We're we're going to create a program that electronically notifies us. We have plenty of advance. We can give the information to the shop. You know, I mean, for all this time, we've just went off. The shop will take care of it. The shop will take care of it. You know, well, the shop could remember to take care of it when there was 25 trucks. And they could remember to take care of it when there was 50 trucks. And then there's 75 trucks. Now there's 100 trucks. And it's like the shop just can't remember everything Not it's impossible else going on, right yeah. yeah absolutely so i i that's what's nice about what we do is we have such a great team the leadership team here the safety team i mean everyone involved we're able to take something that i don't again i don't want to say was bad that happened and we made it better right i mean that's the whole goal i mean here we we, we polished our rings yesterday oh yeah right yeah, yeah i just i got a you know, we've made it sound good. Now we, you know, you said about the program jam dispatch. When we get everything loaded up, dispatch will get a, a wrench or a caution sign alerting that that truck's inspection is about to expire and everything else. But, you know, let's not take away that it's the driver's job in the first place. Right. We're just trying to make you better and easier, but you should be writing it up. You should be coming to somebody and saying that. You know, I, I want to touch on that right quick because it's not on here, you know, about the write-ups and what the drivers need to do. We had the bulkers, we had a plant call and say that our bulk trailers were leaking so much cement that they were going to have a state inspection down there and that our trailers couldn't go back to the job. Two of them, two trailers. Really. Two trailers. And when we checked into it, the, we asked, were they written up? Were they written up? And maybe we missed... Okay, going through the write-ups, but I think the last time one of the trailers was written up was August. Okay, it's October, and if it didn't get fixed, how come it's not being written up? You know, there, there's we're we're not a, we're not blaming the drivers for not doing their job. I'm blaming you for not helping us, helping us be better. Okay, we have the shop, we have. You know the stickers. We can afford to have nice trucks that pass inspection, and we're not we're not doing that. You know. And then when the two trailers got here, the one was so bad we had to down it. It couldn't even run the next day. But we're running it every day, and we have our customer call us and complain about it. Those are the those are the things that just that that grind on you. You know. It's just like the you know getting the ticket. That's the that's the grinding part of the inspection sticker. Was that was that the state patrolman found it, right? He he's doing his job. Right. You know, even if it's like in Tanny's situation, the guy's not doing a very good job, but I bet it's pretty easy for him to walk up to the sticker and go, Well, that's expired. 
I thought yeah. you were a JFW truck. Yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, it's funny because we have all of these things in place. We have this, you know, this totally comprehensive training manual. We have sign-off pages on it. We have everything everywhere. And, you know, something that's not in there is we tell everyone, hey, if you get a clean inspection, you get 50 bucks. But that's not in writing anywhere. And <laughs> everybody sure remembers that uh-huh. instantly, right? Tanny hadn't even fueled yet and was at my desk saying, hey, I hear you take care of these and pay out. Mm-hmm. Right? And I was like, yep, we sure do. Great job, Tanny. This is awesome. Here's your 50 bucks. And I said, you know, I'm just curious. I said, of all the items on your truck that it's been repaired or found, you know, how many of them are you versus how many of them are the shop? And he goes, he couldn't, it didn't really have an answer. And I was like, well, I'd be more willing to bet the shop finds more things, you know, possibly, you know, in an inspection than, than you may have. And he goes, yeah, you're probably right. And I said, you know what I'd do with that 50 bucks? I think I'd buy pizzas for those guys in the shop if I were you. Because I said, that'll keep them taking care of you longer. Hmm. And uh, he was like, ah, that's a good idea. I'm going to do that. So, yeah, I thought that was great that he was willing to do that. Nice. Yeah, and it, yeah, what, nice. what you're getting at, Dave, is the 50 bucks isn't just, we, we've said that and we've done that. And we're, you know, it's another way to try to get the driver of the truck to pay attention. But what you're saying is it's, a, it's an effort of everybody. The fifty bucks should be shared with everybody. It should be. You yes. know what I mean? Because it's it's all of our responsibilities to try to make that ship okay for the captain to run. Right. Yep. You know, I, I kind of skipped over the dispatch piece, oh, Jim. Good. If you want to, there's there's no rules, rules, rules regulations. <laughs> I just didn't want us to miss it. Yeah. Because that's important too. Awesome. You know, and that's part of the training that they've been told, which you're about to <laughs> go. Yeah. So. What we're talking about is uh, dispatch now is a rotating schedule. It was, you know, forever Linda was the opener, and she was here 5 a.m. or 4.30 or 4.45 every day. But now with uh, Tracy here, these guys came up with a schedule where one week, you know, Linda opens, and next week Oz will open, and next week Tracy will open. So, so Linda's not hardwired in the morning anymore? She is not hardwired. Can you believe it? So... With her not I, I, being here at 5 a.m. all every day. I heard she was going to quit because she's not hardwired. She did cry. Oh, did man. she cry? She did cry. Oh, man. Poor Linda. So all communications need to go through the main line. If you got an issue in the morning, if you're calling off, if you're going to be late, please don't text Linda. For one, the morning opener doesn't know. Number two, Linda gets to sleep in. Like, she, she doesn't need to be at work till 8. She doesn't need to be answering your text message. Number three, that's not four. how you were trained. And we could get into the training part. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so all communications need to go through the main line. Uh, dispatch at jfwtrucking.com or, you know, the radio. But no more texting Linda in the morning. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it needs to come into the office. Yeah. Abs- absolutely, Jim. Or Oz or Tracy. Just, just call yeah. the main line. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't mean text Oz or Tracy. That means call the main line. Yeah. If you're calling off, you need a call. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. Next on the list, winter work. There's been some rumors floating around and some drivers getting uncomfortable and they're already worried about the winter. And we get it. Last winter was a rough winter, you know. So I feel like the drivers who've only experienced last winter here, that's what they know about the winter. But... 
JFW has been having 85 years of winners, <clears throat> and they're not all the same. There was a winter we only had three days off total because of the snow, and we didn't skip a beat. You know, we don't have a crystal ball. We can't speak about what this winter is going to be like, but we do have winter work. We got more blue salt going out. Uh, we may have some other jobs starting in the wintertime as well. So if if you're worried about it, come talk to us. But JFW has truck payments to make. We don't just say it's wintertime. We're not going to work. We have nothing to do. We got to still make those truck payments. Right. So we'll be out there scraping and finding work. Tracy may have some leads on some work. So please just hang in there and be patient. And if you're uncomfortable, come talk to somebody on the leadership team. Because we'll tell you what it's really like. And, and it's funny to look at that winter work. We have work all the time. It's not like we have winter work. We can't work because it's winter. Right. That's that. That's not like we're, we found winter work right. because the season changed and we ran out of all our plants. Right. We don't run that stuff in the winter. You can't pour concrete in the winter, right? Well, we could pour it in the winter, and we do. We just can't pour it in the snow. Yeah, exactly. Right. The snow. <laughs> right. that, that's the yeah. yeah, exactly, Jim. The snow is the winter, right? right? You know, and, and last year when you talk about the, you know, last winter was tough, we ran really hard right up until through uh, December. Yeah. And then at the spring, I, I don't know, the the new winter or the <laughs> however you want to call it, the, the second, weather second got, part of yeah. winter was yeah, I mean, all, Back up and listen to the podcast. Every Wednesday it snowed yeah. from, from like right. January <laughs> yeah. through March. Yeah. Yeah. Then every Wednesday it rained. Right. It did. From yeah. March through July, damn yeah. near. Yep. Yeah, it know. seemed like the year before or two years before that, it snowed like every weekend. And we were doing snow removal every weekend, which right. sucked the other way because right. we were always doing snow removal. I remember on the that. It was- so yeah. I encourage everyone to look at their pay stub and see where they're at for the year and think about the winter we just came through. Right. And the spring we just came through. Right. And the summer we just came through. Yeah. Right? We've got people on pace, record. Yeah. Record numbers. Yeah. And we and we see that. And just like Jam just said, we can sit down and go over that with you also. Instead of just going, oh, I'm not making any money. And then we sit down with you. And mm. it's it's a different story, right? <laughs> and we've, we've also followed, because we all get a report on every one of the drivers, the people that aren't hardwired are making more money. Yep. Yep. Top earners are not hardwired. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, Dave, you made a great point right there. And, and uh, I'm going to like say it, obviously, look at the big picture, you know, look at your annual income versus what somebody told you the winter is like here. Yeah. That's just one little thing. It's like looking at that meme of the, the sketch of the woman. One way, it's an ugly old hag. You turn it the other way, and it's that beautiful girl, right? It's the same thing. You're looking at it just one way. Exactly. you got to yeah. look at the big picture. Great analogy. I just love you guys. How I mean, we have at least a decade worth of proof. And I'll sit right here and, and put my thumb on it. We have never been wrong when a person has come to us and said, I'm not making enough money, or I only made 300 bucks last week, or whatever the deal was. And we go right back and pull all the all the paperwork. Not one time have we been wrong. Not one time. And I'll stick to that. You know what I mean? And that's for me to make that statement is a pretty bold statement. So I'm I'm there's ten, there's a decade worth of proof behind that statement. And when you and when you're talking about being wrong, Dave, there's usually a caveat to what went on. Yeah. During that. It's just not that they're not making it enough money. <laughs> it might have rained. It might have been a slow day. And I'm giving the easy stuff. You know what I mean? Or 
oh, I forgot I took Monday off. Hey, well, Jim, I was just, I was, I didn't right, want to interrupt right, you. I was waiting for you to get there because I mean, we've had drivers come to us and get their pay stub and they're like, I only made 1200 bucks last week. That's BS, you know? And it was like, well, that was from the week before. And when we looked, you remember you had Thursday off, right? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Or you a, called in sick. Oh, yeah. You know. Right? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Casey. And it, it's, yeah. So and, those are the things that, like Jam's saying, please come talk to us. More, would love to sit down. Yeah, the door is more open yeah. for those conversations instead of just the blanket conversation. I'm not making any money, or or oh, they chewed my butt. You know, I, I, we just had that situation where supposedly this driver got their butt chewed, but it was a great meeting he had with the leadership team that the that the that the that they scheduled to make sure the driver was all right. And then you hear him out on the CB going, ah, yeah, I got my butt chewed. Yeah. And you're just like, wow, we we took the time to meet with the driver to make sure you were okay. And yet it turns out, and I don't know if that's a bravado thing where you're talking to another driver and you're like, ah, you know, the the man chewed my butt. <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't know. It's it's difficult to keep up instead of just, just that communication. Yeah. You know, like you s- said, Dave, Turn that picture from the old hag to the good-looking woman and, you know, or... Polish those rings. Yeah, polish the rings. Put a little fertilizer and water on your side of the fence. I had my ring polished a week or so ago. Nice. No, I'm serious. I took it to the Shane Company because it was broken. I can take that so many different ways. No, you know, if you buy a piece of jewelry at the Shane Company, they they clean it. They um, warranty it, right? they polish it. So this ring is... I want to say it's not my first ring because I've been married for 37 years. I think this one's like um, 13 or 14 years old, something like that, mm-hmm. some, uh, 15, something like that. Anyway, um, the diamond was loose, and we brought it back, and they fixed it for nothing. Ah, that's awesome. And polished it, and I was like, damn, this looks as good as right. the day I got it. Right. it Let's awesome. see that thing, Dave. Huh? Oh, my eyes. What is that, like a three-carat stone? (laughs) (laughs) Bling, baby. Bling. Next week, he's going to come in with a diamond grill. I was just going to say, matches his teeth. (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. So, hey, and then then one other thing about the the winter work, and, you know, it was the word I digress or whatever. You know, back, the winter work kind of reminds me of the complaints about the hard wires and, you know, what we've needed to do and stuff like that. There's also the the thing where some of our best drivers don't want to drive in the winter, mm. you know, and, and maybe you've maybe you've earned the right because you've been here a long time or you have been a driver a long time not to drive in the snow or, you know, I, I don't want to work on those days. And and maybe you've you've been here long enough. You've you've worked your butt off during the, the summer and, you know, we have winter coming and you can take a few of those days off. But. I look at the, the the experience you have that I know you're capable of driving in the winter because you used to, or I know you can, and I guess I'm asking for some help here. Everybody should be bragging that I can drive in the winter. I can chain. I can get through anything. Not, I don't like it. I don't want to. That's just... That's just not overcoming anything. You know, it's just like giving up. It's not It's not polishing your rings, is it? You know, Mm-mm. Super Dave, or it's not turning the picture another way, Brother Dave, or, you know, all, all well, it's not doing. Stuff. It's not doing what we did yesterday. We had a problem. We came up with a way to fix it. 
we had the tools to do it and we did it you know you know we've now got a program in place so so hopefully we never find another expired sticker again that's the same approach to the chains yeah right yeah. you know and and when we were having that conversation i made the comment 99% of the time the plants locally close they, we won't be out on the road when it snows the only time we will be is if we're stuck at one end or the other and what I mean by that the is weather. Yeah, the weather in. the weather didn't come in or or we are getting weather in fair player over the pass and we're not here and it won't be here and we need to get the loads. That's where we need to go do that mm-hmm. stuff and it's it's just not a big deal. We we It's it's it, not. It should it's... be part of your repertoire like you said Jim. That's a badge of honor. That's a badge of courage. That's you know something like, "Oh yeah, I, I chained three times yesterday. I, you know, pulled two rounds out of fair play and the weather was kind of shitty up there, and chain law was up, but it was no big deal. Yeah, and and you know, I guess the rumor that we hear that's going around is, you know, when we're talking about winter work, is all oh, we're going to have to run fair play, and we have three plants coming out of fair play. But when we first started fair play, that's where everybody wanted to go, and we ran it for two winters or three winters back to back. And there's no bad stories about it. There's nothing left over. We didn't. We did the job, and now this winter. It might be scary or too bad or we can't get there or we can't service our customer. No, it's 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 driving. You know, I don't know where you're where you're you know, unless you, you know, again complain about it enough that you're a I don't know, what is it, a West Coast driver or California where you just stay California or your East Coast, you just stay Florida or you know, in the warm states or or whatever. But if if you're doing any other driving, you're gonna be in the winter. I mean, how do you get, so if it's snowing, do you just stay home? You don't go out in your car? I, 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 don't, I don't know. I'm just, it's just frustrating the, the negativity of what, of what we hear. And then, and versus, then, versus the actuality yes, of it. Yeah. Right? I mean, Absolutely. I would love to know how many miles we've logged while chained. In the last two years, <laughs> really think about that. Yeah, you know what wow. I mean. How many yeah. miles have we logged chained versus the two years, twenty-four months of running, or even twelve months of running? Right. I mean, just I mean, quick, I, quick numbers: ten million miles a year. Yeah. Right? I mean, if you just do quick math, yeah, hundred thousand miles per truck. There's ten million miles. I mean, how many of those miles have we had to chain? Like a hundred. I was gonna say hundred. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's got to be so low. If that, yeah. you know, rumors and, it, and lies, rumors and lies. Yeah, but that, <laughs> but that affects the the new drivers or the the drivers that may yeah. not be maybe maybe you're not a new driver, but you came from the food service side. You know, and I and I know that's probably not a bad or a good example because I know Tony's talked about it. You've talked about it, Jim. They changed all the, chained all the time to get yeah. to the, the restaurant. Hey, you could yeah. be stuck in a parking lot chain up. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I had to chain just to deliver. I get there and I have to drive down a hill and chain. I throw chains, you know, five, six times in a day if it was that kind of day just yeah. to make the deliveries. But you got to go deliver that. They don't, they don't shut down. No, right? they don't. You'd be the only idiot out there pushing snow with your bumper and you got to go. Yeah, yeah, and we we have the choice of not going. We're not going to risk you or that load of sand or gravel or the whatever. Truck. You want. It's not the truck. Yeah. It's not worth it. But we're trying to prepare you, prepare you, just like Dave said. If it's beautiful here, you get over to Fair Play, and then the pass goes to hell. Right. Just get back. You can you can do it. Yeah. Chain you up know? and come over. Yeah. I just love how we're arguing both ends of it. We don't have any winter work. 
But I don't want to chain up. <laughs> but I don't want to chain up and go to fair play. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. No, it just, yeah, you guys, you got to, you got to help us, you know, or <laughs> we got to, we got to do this together. I've always enjoyed driving in the snow. Nine times out, nine times out of 10, there wasn't any cars around you. Right. So the only thing you had to worry about was yourself. Yeah. You yeah, know, absolutely. and just take it nice and easy and don't spin your tires. And it's, yeah. I mean, it's all about how you look at it. Mm-hmm. You know, the cool thing about it is, Casey, when you have chains on, how fast are you going? 25. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know wrong why answer. we'd be going wrong 50. Answer, that just wrong shit up. <laughs> I was going to yeah. go wrong. Yeah, any faster than 25, it tears the chains up. That's mm-hmm. all there is to it. And they, they, you know, even if you don't have them the best, that loosens them up sometimes when you're going so fast. Wears links out. You know, yeah. And, you know, yeah. Dave likes, Super Dave likes to say you're a tank. At that point, could you tear ch- up the fenders. You chain up four tires, and you're you're a tank at, yeah. at twenty five. Yeah, yeah, you're not going into the ditch. No, no way. No, you know, and pass other trucks. You know, do yeah. all. You know, not. I'm not speeding past it. You're having. You passed other trucks that are not chained up, and you're right. like, yeah, sorry, buddy. I'll, I'll be there. I'm warm and dry, and <laughs> delivered, and come back, and that truck's still sitting there, spun out, waiting for somebody to help. Right. Yep. Yeah. You know. I've I've been in that position where I the um it was coming up uh what was it Crow Hill it was I was with Randy when we were both we were coming up and the road had just went to hell and we had ended up pulling over on the side of the road well there's not really a place to pull over we were <laughs> right. in some drive some dude's driveway and we had to chain up right there on the hill and just to get up and over but I mean it's that's what you make it. Casey, I, I was yeah. in conditions so bad one time I stopped and didn't have chains. So I painted marks on the tires to make it look like I had chains. That's <laughs> <laughs> an old Ed story. <laughs> I, think I didn't want the state patrol to catch me. <laughs> <laughs> look just like chains. Right. I know from my experience. And then I roll down the window they, and go, as I, I was going to say, they sit there with their window down, and they want to hear your chains is what yes. they're doing. That's yeah. when you push your automatic chain button. Right? Why don't we have automatic chains? Because oh. yeah. we logged 100 miles out of 10 million. Right? Yeah. It's like For, Casey said, though. It's all about the attitude. Like, if you're looking at like, oh, my gosh, you got a chain. What a pain in the ass. And, you know, I don't want to put in that work. It's going to seem like a job. If you just get out and throw your chains, I mean, it's not that hard. Yeah, I mean, again, back to your marriage. Is it a can-do relationship or can't-do? Right. If it's a can't-do, it isn't going to work out. Right. Right? You may as well sign those papers now and move on. 10-4. All right. The moment we've been waiting for, Casey Guthrie. Oh, boy. Here we go. (laughs) Casey, before we get into it, I always like to, like, ask, like, what you're into, who you are, what do you do outside of work, stuff like that. Let people get to know you a little bit. All right. Um, who am I? I'm Casey. <laughs> A.K. Blueberry. Oh, boy. Oh, Blueberry. Man. That thing's going to stick with me forever, yep. I think. Yep. Um, that would be a two, 218 listeners. Right? <laughs> Followers. More listeners. Followers. Right. Followers. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Followers. You're right. More yeah. listeners. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was born and raised in Colorado. Grew up in Lakewood, Wheat Ridge area. Went to Wheat Ridge High School. Spent a lot of time in the mountains during the summers when I was a kid. Um, my grandparents, they used to run a couple campgrounds during the summer, so I'd go up there and spend time with them. Or Every once in a while, I'd go out to the farm in Missouri. 
just kind of see how things were done out there. Uh, <laughs> a, I'm just laughing because it's the show me state. It, it so is. You kind of saw how things were done. Yeah, there. yeah. <laughs> Duct tape and bailing wire. <laughs> oh, that's happened in Colorado. Uh, I'm too. sure it has. <laughs> um, but no, yeah. Um, my grandparents out there, they were uh, Merino sheep farmers. So What? Merino sheep farmers. That's so the brand of wool? sheep. Yeah. The type of sheep. Yeah, that's supposed yeah to get the Merino type wool. of wool. Yeah, yeah right. it's supposed to be a really quality wool. It, and it is. Right, right? Um, they, I, I don't remember at the end, I think they had like, it was a small farm, not a big one, but she had like 60 heads of sheep and she had a couple rams, but it was, it was fun. Sure. So. Um, yeah, it's a lot of hunting gear is made out of merino wool. Right. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really warm. Did that, was that their livelihood, Casey? Yeah. Like so they 60 actually. sheep fed them all year. Pretty meaning, much. Meaning. They earned the income off of their right. their wool, right? Wool, and then she bred, and then she slaughtered. And wow. She did all of it. She processed everything. Wow. Um, before that, um, I'm not really sure exactly what my grandmother did, but my grandfather, he, he worked for Cap. So mm. nice. they retired, and then they moved to uh, Missouri and did their thing out there. So ah, Very cool. Um, I'm a father of two kids, uh, two girls. Kylie, who's 13, and Emma, who's 8, are my life. Nice. They are. Um, after high school, I uh, did a half a semester of college at uh, Red Rocks Community College, uh, then went to wrenching on cars in an apprenticeship program uh, from Larry Miller dealership, car dealerships. Um, at that time, I felt like making money and learning, you know, at the same time was my calling. <laughs> Little did I know, maybe I should have just, you know, stuck to college a little bit longer. <laughs> um, uh, after that, the, so while I was working there, the economy tanked in 2008, went to shit, <laughs> picked up a second job uh, working for King Supers and uh, kind of transitioned out of working on cars into management for Kroger or King Supers. Um, I was a front end manager at numerous stores so helped get programs off the ground with them and things like that uh then in 2011 or 12 i can't remember which one it was i decided i was going to go trucking um and have been ever since i've worked for major corporations uh swift mountain truck lines i bought a truck had at least on the steelman transportation oh didn't know that um sold the truck Went to work for a mom and pop trucking company in town. That's where I met Russ. Um, thank you, Russ. Yeah, thank you, Russ. <laughs> Hi, so Russ. I, <laughs> I drove. Uh, I drove with them regionally. Um, originally, it was supposed to be in town, but I don't know how it got all screwed up there. But so I, I stopped that and decided to go to work for DG Coleman. Had a terrible experience there. That's uh, too bad. It is not going to yeah. say much about that. Um, they're a good family. They are, but we didn't agree. <laughs> Sometimes that happens. Right. Um, we don't agree all the time. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah seriously. Absolutely. Oh, and yeah. there's probably people here that have had a bad experience that we're not aware of. And some of them we're aware of. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds bad. <laughs> and then uh, Russ and Randy both turned me on to JFW, and I've been here ever since. Um when I used to own my own truck, 
I ran all 48 states, hauled flatbed, RGN, oversized, and hazmat. Nice. What, what are you into when you're not working, though? Oh, well, uh, you know, my family. Your girls. I, yeah, I watch hockey. Um, I like going to NASCAR races. Oh, I've so. been to Daytona. I've been to uh, Talladega. Wow. I've been to Bristol. What about Texas Motor Speedway? Ever been there? I have not yet. You should go check that one out. It's on the bucket list. There you go. I think we're going to try and do, um, what is it? Uh, it's the Coca-Cola 600 out in North Carolina. So it'd be, okay. uh, I can't remember the Speedway name, but we want to go out there for the longest race of the season. So. You know what Scooby says about NASCAR, don't you? No, what does he say? He covers a tooth and goes, NASCAR kicks ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to get him to do that today. <laughs> He's uh, got a set of teeth he also can put in. So. Uh, I bet he does. <laughs> some some bubble teeth. That's funny. Right? <laughs> hey, Casey, what uh, what attracted you to the trucks? Because you said you know in 2011 or 12 there you decided to go trucking. What was? I'm gonna go trucking today. Yeah. Not not everybody goes. I'm gonna go trucking. <laughs> um. Well, it stems from my childhood. You know, with my grandfather, he would you know take me out when they were building Westland Plaza and stuff like that. I'd watch the trucks come in and dump the dirt and watch all the yellow iron just kind of do their thing and i've always been intrigued with that i played with tonka trucks when i was a kid you know i you could always find me out in the sandbox playing with them so yeah just awesome things like that that. i can picture that now are you also you're on a little bit of a health and fitness journey right now i am um i cut pretty much my calories in half took out carbs quit drinking soda nice so I'm down 27 pounds. That's awesome, man. That is awesome. I started hitting the gym early morning. Yeah. That's so, great. Yeah. Scooby yeah. has a saying about that, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, coin that no, phrase for me. No, no, no. no. We're going to keep this one positive. <laughs> it is pretty positive, Dave. No pain, no, no gain. gain. <laughs> no, 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 I thought no it was pain, no, pain, no pain, no pain. No, it's no pain, no pain. Oh, yeah, it's actually, it's actually all pain, no gain. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh, no, man. Scooby says no pain. No pain. No yeah. pain. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was changing it to gain because there is no pain, there is no gain. Yeah, yeah. If so, there's no pain, there's gain because there's no pain. <laughs> so just to understand Casey's dedication, Casey's at the gym at 2.15 or 2.45 in the morning? 2.45 in the morning. 2.45 in the morning. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what's nice is there are like four people in there. You don't see nobody. It's like sweet. Yeah, you don't have to wait for the machine no, or nothing, right? It's kind no, of like right. my marathon having babies explanation. <laughs> yeah. Only three babies born last year. I did try to tempt you, too, yesterday with a with diesel number two yeah. energy drink, right? <laughs> couldn't, couldn't 108 sugar packets? No yeah, thanks. The, oh the 54 grams? Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, good job, Casey. That's I appreciate great. that. That is awesome. I'm jealous. And you're you're a motorhead too. I know you did your own lift kit and you're yeah. You're gonna doing, supercharge your truck. And, I want to. I think yeah. brother Dave kind of talked me out of that one. What'd you do that for? Well, I think it was more of the pro charger, <laughs> but what I was looking into is the Whipple supercharger for my truck. And if you buy the kit, it's like ten grand, but it comes with the programmer and all that. So Wait, can we put one on the twenty five hundred? You'd smoke those tires, bud. <laughs> Not my new BFGs. <laughs> yeah, and I have a ninety one Silverado too that I wanna stroke the motor and stuff like that. Sweet. But, yeah. yeah. Sounds like you're living a good life. Trying to. So um, you've been here three and a half years. You already mentioned you came here on uh Randy and Russ's recommendation. I forgot about Russ. 
Uh, not forgot about him, but I forgot he was one of your recommendations to get here. So what were some of the things that attracted you to JFW? Honestly, it was a, a place where I could give 100% and reap the, reap the rewards of hard work. Yeah. Um, and another thing that attracted to me was winter work. As <laughs> <laughs> um, where I was at, you know, the previous place, DG Coleman, you had to have job attached unemployment because they didn't have work. And so it was just a no-brainer. Nice. So. And then how long, um, how long have you been a safety director? Um, seven months and three days. <laughs> how many hours? Not counting. <laughs> Not counting. Nah. Uh, and what was, uh, what was that process like for you to, to become part of the leadership team? You know, it was, uh, it was a daunting challenge. Um, <laughs> it was because, you know, the first time it was I wasn't ready. Because we interviewed you twice, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> not, not the same time. No. Right. No. 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 Interviewed right. we, yeah. first time, it was And basically, was I'm, I'm just going to jump in there, Casey. And the reason you said it's a daunting task is you failed the first time, oh, right? Yeah. Or you absolutely. Fe- you felt you did. And, yeah. 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 I don't know that he failed. Failed, we yeah. Just, yeah, we had yeah. a different choice. Yeah. I, right. I like Casey's explanation is he wasn't ready. Yeah. 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 It just he, wasn't you, it. You, you failed, Casey. <laughs> That's all right. I interviewed like shit, too, so it's okay. It, yeah. The, we're, we're, the, we're, the interview did not help you at all. Yeah. <laughs> no. And, and, and where I'm going with that is here you are now, though. Yes. Right. You know, right. yeah. and, and you didn't you didn't let that beat you down. You might have been upset about it. Everybody would have been. But it, it, it you moved forward from then. And that's right. that's the piece I wanted to bring up right. is look at where you're at right now. Right. Yeah, we've you know, had and you have, you learned from it and everything. Yeah. We've had people apply for that job interview, didn't get it and quit. Yep. Yeah. 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 Yep. And so, then try to come back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just doesn't. Yeah. You know, it, it's like so, a good job. Case. I appreciate right. that. Yeah, Thank you. Just, you know, like I said, it was a daunting task, but at the same time, it's like I learned a lot from it. You're a different man than you were, that's for sure. Uh, I, I feel yeah. I am, too. Yeah. Still didn't interview really well, but... No. <laughs> I, I just never have. It's like taking a damn test. I am not. I, I can study, 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 but when it's time to take that test, it's like, gone. Oh. Definitely oh. been a good asset, though. You've, you've definitely added value to the team just... Watching you in our pleasant meeting yesterday, just piping in. And, <laughs> and, and, and <laughs> Sprayed some spray on it, made it, Put a little made spray. it smell a little better. <laughs> yeah, <The> meeting. <laughs> your mentality is different than it was a few years ago. Right. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, thanks for derailing my <laughs> train of thought. All right, what's your mission and your position? So, I... Uh, put a little thought into that um my mission is to treat everybody fairly and honestly and to make sure everyone is safe and get getting and to get home to their family okay do you think you're being successful at that i i am i I feel i do treat people fairly and honestly okay great you know um and to make sure that they get home to their family i i think we all look at that we all have that same mission yeah, knock so, on wood. Everyone's made it to home to their family every day. Yep. So that's good. Hey, I, I don't want to derail because we're in the middle of this with <laughs> you, Casey. And, and I, I guess getting home safely to your family and what you know what you do in your position. And I, and I wanted to bring it up earlier, and I, so I'm going to jump on, on it right now. Is we talked a few weeks ago. We had that accident with the driver. 
um, that um, ran the red light, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, seconds either way, you know, the person that we hit might not be here, yep. you know, so that person wouldn't get home safely. The, the driver, and we, and we did end up parting ways, however you want to look at that, but where I'm, where I'm going with this is that driver got a job at a different company and didn't put us down as a reference. Hmm. And what I'm trying to is the the honesty it takes to get home every day right. and not not cheating the system right. and being able to and I wanted to talk about it earlier in the discussion that that's just wrong. That's not fair to getting home every day. And I just I, I wanted to go back, Casey. So I'm sorry. And when you when you talk about you you know in your guys's position of safety being out there, the communication is. We got to get everybody home safely, right? Absolutely. That's the number one goal every right? day. I mean, how, accident yeah. free. How, how important is that? You know that. I'm yeah. I'm so glad. Sorry to interrupt. That you guys. I mean, obviously, we're all here to make money, right? We're here to feed our families. JFW is here to make money, right? But you guys never, ever, ever risk the money is never put over safety. Never, not one time. Never seen it. You know, yeah. it's. It's never, it can't be. It's it never, it can't it's ne be. It can't. Yeah. Yeah. No, like, it can't. But other places it is. That's awful. You no, know, not every place. There's other good companies that take safety serious, you know, especially some of the larger companies because they're worried about lawsuits. Yeah. Right? We're not worried about lawsuits. We're worried about making everybody get home safe at the end of the day. Yeah. So the, the people. And, and, and then for that driver, you know, he, he's probably desperate because if that is your only only source of income that's what you know what to do that's what you have a license you're good at it that's your that's your calling in life and by running that light and not paying attention these are all the things we talk about if you happen to go over the curb and would kill somebody that's the end of your livelihood yeah. absolutely you know and and that driver going up and he's probably desperate not saying that he had an accident here to get a job to feed his family right but at some point you have to go hey i screwed up I didn't see that red light. They've let me go. I'm being honest with you. I need a job. I've learned from it. I can do better. And and hopefully that company would hire them, right? Yeah. And and give the guy a second chance. But I guess when we talk about all this stuff, it's the what if again. Right. You know, it, it's 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 leading that you can never ever drive again if something happens. Yeah, how is putting yourself in harm's way worth the outcome? That's where we need everyone to forward think about that. Yeah. You know, and, and this driver was negligent. He he ran that red light. He had every opportunity in the world to stop and didn't. And I mean, that's I mean, if he was if he was running the Titanic, that side son of a gun was going down with him at the helm. Oh yeah. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. So yeah, very yeah. I just it's hard to swallow. I can't imagine someone making the choice driving behind the wheel that you know they're they're going to put that extra load in front of being safe. Right. You know they're going to run seventy five miles an hour coming down the hill because they need you know six more dollars. Putting it's lives six dollars and right right at, at risk. It, it, it's it's hard to fathom that, but unfortunately we've had that happen again. You know, and I know a lot of people think we're we're just bitching or complaining on this and. I mean, ultimately, after all these years of, of that fight, to a degree we are, right? 
But this is the moment to try and help you help yourself. I mean, look at all the things we've talked about. We've blended this job with your life. We've made the analogies, the comparisons, like I talked about with the ring, with the wedding, with the, you know, all of that stuff. You have to look at it like that. You can't just, you can't look at your piece of the pizza. Right. You have to look at the whole pizza. Yeah. You just, you have to understand what's going on around you. It needs to be a bigger, a bigger picture, a bigger understanding. And, and you know, we, we talked about it with, with Eric, who we had on from Flood and Peterson about, you know, when, when you look at a driver in their driving history in the last year, they've had six jobs. Yeah, that's probably not somebody that's going to be successful here. It's not, we're not going to be the end all because they're searching for something they're not going to find. Right. Right. I mean, and those are usually people that it's it's money based. That's exactly what it is. And and they've got things going on in their lives they they, they can't control. So they're going to miss probably a, a fair amount of work. So they're going to make even less money, and then they're going to be even more in debt. And it's they're trying to change a job to fix something that they need to fix on the back end and keep their job. Right. No matter where it's at, they need to keep that job. And they're going to be more successful if they change things on the back end. You know, it was it was just like. Us changing our program for the uh, inspection sticker on the trucks. We could just come in and bring everybody in and go, why didn't we catch that? You guys need to fix it and send you back out and go, you need to inspect all those. And not change a thing and just right. do it the way we've always done it. Right. Didn't work. Hasn't worked. Got to be open and susceptible to change. Right. So we opened it. We changed it. And we have a whole different program now yep. that's going to take like our cameras were, where with our old camera system, we were reactive when we were called in on or a four-wheeler let us know or someone told us about something versus now with the current camera system, we're proactive. We're aware of what's going on instantaneously and it's making us better. And what's cool about that is we're giving you the ability to be better, but you have to take it, right? I mean, we we could give every driver here $100,000 cash and you can see the ones that put that in the bank or they invest it or they do whatever with it or you see the others that just squander it. And they're like, huh, who's successful and who's not, right? Sure. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, sorry. Oh, I mean, it don't bother the, me. No. The getting the getting home safe. It just it just triggered that. It's, you know. It just. Right. To, what? Yeah. It's a great goal. We pray for it. Yeah. Casey, what's your favorite part about your job? Uh, the favorite part, I would have to say, would uh, Working how rewarding country? it is to. Oh. <laughs> Uh, how rewarding it is to be able to help people and pass along knowledge that I've picked up over the years, you know, and experiences. Sweet. When you're driving into work in the morning, what's going through your mind? I'm usually listening to some, some type of music, whether it's, you know, (laughs) country, rock, whatever. Sometimes it's a podcast. (laughs) Taylor Swift. No, uh, no, 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 no Taylor Swift. Not a Swift girls. (laughs) Yeah, no. (laughs) I don't even do that. My, my my youngest daughter likes to listen to Volbeat. So, oh, okay. Yeah, she's like, Dad, turn on Volbeat. I'm like, okay. Volt beat. Vol. Volbeat. It's V O L B E A T. Ah, I don't even know what that is. Yeah, it's It's a rock. It's It's music. Rock music. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's rock music. Like heavy metal or something. Yeah, heavy metal. (laughs) Oh, gotcha. Nice. So, um, and I'm just trying to get my mind right. Never taught, thought you'd be a headbanger, Casey. I like 80s hair bands. <laughs> really? That's not a headbanger. It's not. I, it's, it depends on what which one you're listening <laughs> well, to. Well, <laughs> oh, that's funny. But, 
Yeah, well, and just come up with a game plan for the day, usually. That's cool. What style of management would you say you have, and what would you want your teammates to know about you? Um, I feel like I live between two different styles, like a consultative or a consult, yeah, consultative style of management and leading by example. Okay. So um, the consultative type management would be making executive decisions within the group on major issues. You know, like we do in our leadership group. And then uh, leading by example, just demonstrating um, the proper way to do things day in and day out. Okay. What's your... Um, oh, no, sorry. go ahead. Uh, and something that I'd like my teammates to know about me would uh, would be is I give honest advice and look at every angle of the situation. like that. What's your biggest safety pet peeve? Well, Jen, that's a loaded question because I have I have a lot. Give us your top three. Uh, I'll give you my top one. <laughs> following distance. Mm, me too. Uh, you, if you're following close, you don't have time to react um, if something happens in a split second. You just don't have that time. I I don't care if you're, you know, drive uh, NHRA cars. Your reaction time is not that good. Mm. Yeah, I like to say if you're following too close, you think your life is more important than anybody else's. Correct. That's so true. What's your What's your next one? Uh, speeding. That makes sense, because speed and space are the top two contributing factors of truck crashes. Right. Give us one more. Um, <laughs> not cleaning off your tailgate. Ooh, purely because I ride a motorcycle. Mm. And I've been sandblasted. I've had rocks thrown at me. It is not fun. It is not fun. What's it have to do with following a tailgate dirty? Just kidding. <laughs> material bouncing off the tailgate, Dave. Well, the material is bouncing off your face. Right. right. It's actually hitting the road and coming at you at like 70, mi- 70 miles an hour. Yeah. Oh, that hurts. Yeah. It does. And really, Casey, that is the simplest thing to do. Yep. Just to brush off your gate. I mean, it is so. It's not... You don't need a skill. You don't need a bunch of math. You don't need. You just need a brush. You don't. You don't need to be strong. You, you don't need, need to be tall. A you rag, just, your hand. Yeah, you just need to brush it off, right? I mean, yeah. you know, and then, and then, you know, here, if your tailgate's leaking, you know, which luckily we don't have spreader lips or any of that. We've we've gotten rid of all that. But if you're not checking your tailgate, somebody else will fix that for you. Right. Also, you know, so it shouldn't even shouldn't even happen, right? That's the, you know, that that's the yeah. My other thing is like when you're moving equipment, um, one of my pet peeves is somebody that's not brushing the deck off. Oh man! I mean, isn't it though? I mean, I I have less incidences with uh, in dumps as such as I do with low boys, and you're just like, man, you just load, brush your deck off. Yeah, mud. You know, yeah, yeah. It, it yeah, just it makes just, you look bad. Yeah, really. I, yeah, it I really does. Catch it more from the little. I'll call them landscape guys, but somebody with the pull behind trailer with the skid steer on it, or yeah. you know the little mini X, or the the ones that are calling hauling the little dump trailers, and they have the the, the barn two door. barn door gates yeah. that don't close all the way, and they've got six tons of road base on the trailer, and every bump they hit, it's flowing out like a stream, and you're like, oh my god, dude, where's where's DOT for you? You know right. what I mean? How, how about the guys that? Uh, drill holes in the pavement, you know, for testing and stuff like that. And they have all the pea gravel on that flatbed. 
Yeah. Yeah. That that right? chaps my ass more yeah. than anything. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Not tarped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just bouncing off every bump they hit. Right. I'm like, well, you lost yeah. your whole load of pea gravel. Yeah. Mm. Casey, is there an issue here at JFW that you'd like to tackle next? Um, I think it's something that all of us try to tackle on a daily basis, and um, it's how do we drive home the point that the cars around us have families to go home to? Mm. Um, you know, there's no point in aggressive driving, speeding, or falling too close. Yep. And where do you see yourself in the next five years? What would you like to be doing here at JFW? And I'm being assumptive that you want to be here in five years. <laughs> Um, you know, I just want to live life, be happy, try doing different things, visit different places, you know. Um, I'm not sure where this journey will take me, um, but I will tell you this. I see myself here for a long time. Okay. And, you know, I'm young, have a lot of time ahead of me, and possibly fill a Jim or Dave role one day. Nice. I like that. So. <clears throat> Anything you want to add in before we move on to uh, questions from the audience? No? I think I'm good. Okay. Just chime in where you feel fit. Yeah. Thanks, Casey. Yeah. And, and good stuff. Yeah. I can go ahead, Dave. I'm, Casey said he's he's ready, so I'm giving my 30 days. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say I was ready. A <laughs> little, little tired here. <laughs> Why are you packing all your things up? That's weird. <laughs> Thanks, Casey. Casey instantly lost all his hair, <laughs> beard, and everything. Yeah, you might as well get used to shaving. Yeah, might as well. Huh? That's great. Oh, all right, first question from the audience is from Potter. Potter wants to know: Do we track drivers' miles? If not, why not? If yes, why don't we have a million mile club? It's been a badge of honor and a milestone marker for years in the trucking world. That is a great question, Potter. Yeah. I mean, I saw the question and I bounced right back to to uh, the anniversaries. You know what I mean? We have uh, Cowboy at five years and and uh, 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 where is it here? Gilbert Benny at three years. You know, what I mean, there's eight hundred thousand miles, probably pretty close combined. Right. You know, so Potter, the answer is no. We haven't been tracking drivers' miles, but. You know, it's something we can kind of go back and look at for sure. Right? Yeah, we, we... You know, I, I bet because what was, what was Rick's last anniversary? 13? Yeah. I mean, he's he's probably hit a million miles. Yeah. Yeah. For yeah. us, for yeah. sure. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah, you look at Marty's stuff or Ed's stuff or stuff like that. Um, yeah, and I, I mean, you, you can track it. I mean, it's really easy if you just do, you know, since we've been getting new trucks and you put them in a new truck and, yeah. you know, yeah. you easy to figure it out right. mean, super dave's got it for sure yeah i mean i'm sure it's hard to go back and track it but i know i've you know myself i've kept a, just a tally on the miles i've driven since i've been driving truck and i think i'm at 1.3 uh -huh. million nice. awesome nice. accident free yeah ah, very good very yeah, cool that is great that's awesome what do you think you're at dave super dave i'm He's a four million yeah, I, guy. I mean, I've got to be over two, <laughs> right? I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Because less miles when we when we were all driving all the time, right? It's just mm -hmm. less miles that the that we did yearly is what yeah. I'm getting at. Yeah, yeah. But as far as the knowledge, you know, that's where you know it, it is great to have those miles under your belt. But the knowledge and the situations that we've been in in dumping compared to just knocking off road miles, 
I think that's the that's the elite part of what we do. You know, getting out of a golf course or hauling big rock or right. you know running running the winters right. and making the salt deliveries. That that's over and above mileage. Mm-hmm. You know, to me. Yeah, I don't know, ever think about mileage. Right. It's you know, it's, do you? I think about I, I don't, the jobs Dave. we've done. Yes. Yeah. And the loads and. All of the crazy stuff. That's the fun part. You know, and, and the, the thing too, you know, and I'm, I'm going to harp a little bit here is, is, and then it's not putting yourself in a position here that you get out of that you don't want to do something else. You know, where where I've, uh, I'm going to move to a rock trailer because I don't, I don't want to do this. I'm going to move to a bulk trailer because I don't want to do this. I'm, I, I don't get hardwired anymore because I don't want to do this. And that's not, you know, that's that's not knocking down some miles. That's, that's manipulating yourself in the job. That's not giving your best to, to, to for your for yourself and for your company. Right. You know that's that's manipulating yourself in your in your marriage. That you know I'm just going to leave a little bit of water in the coffee pot to make sure she has to fill it full of water every time. <laughs> Hopefully, coffee. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. It's just the. Leave she she makes five five <laughs> squares of toilet paper on the roll, so you don't have to change the roll. Yeah. Yeah. That that's just that's just making it easy for yours. That's that's a really you, your analogies are killing me today. Because that's spot a, on. Oh, yo, it's about out of toilet paper, but I'm not going to just set a new one there because I know it's going to run out. Right. No, I'm just. Oh, she'll change it. <laughs> Yeah, um, polishing those rings. And you, I, I, don't, I don't do that with the toilet paper, everybody. I, just, well, I, I was. I, I was had gonna, it done to me. I was going to teach you. I was going to teach you, Dave. You really know this one because you, you you have your two daughters and, and Jackie, and I have the three girls and Holly, but always out of toilet paper. I mean, <laughs> girls, it's crazy. Oh, you too, Casey, oh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, two girls. Yeah, it's just like. I just put that roll on there. Where did it go? You know, yeah. <laughs> or you have, you know, your little toilet paper, you know, thing Storage or whatever. Thing, yeah, stacker and, or whatever. And yeah. You go in there to grab one out, and it's all gone. It's like where the hell did all the toilet paper go? <laughs> five, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, it happens here all the time with the paper towels in the bathroom. You know, you never came in one morning and you go to the restroom and you got to change out the paper towels in the bathroom, right? Then you go to get some water for your for your coffee. Well, the coffee machine's empty. So then you go to the bottle, that's empty. <laughs> then you spill the little water, changing it all. You go to get paper towels, that's empty. <laughs> so who the hell that's works a bad here? Morning, keep everything stocked, yeah. <laughs> An hour later, you go to go to do something else, right? It's like, am I the only one who changes? But I, I know I'm not because I see you do it. I see you do it. I've seen you do it. It's just, yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh. Tony Martinez has some questions. Let's see here. Hey, good morning. I have a couple questions for the brothers. With the project on I-70 westbound on Floyd Hill and DIA's new project with opening up 100 more gates and potentially two new runways, do you guys know if JFW and Brandon will be a part of those projects? Before you answer that, he also wants to know if we approve his ride-along. And here is a picture of his ride-along. Is that the Grim Reaper? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, have you because i can't do you do you guys know that you've seen the not to get off tony's subject but you've seen the the 12 foot skeletons that they're selling oh yeah yeah. and you've have you seen the new one this year that's got the pumpkin head skeleton it's a pumpkin head it's Mm -hmm. like it's like the grim reaper like a jack-o'-lantern jack-o'-lantern something like that that's the new rage but and i'm 
sorry, I can't remember his name, but it's got it's all the rage now. Is the guy go the skeleton goes? I'm not a jack o' lantern. I'm not scary. My name's Nate. Like it just, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's seriously. Wow. It's, oh, and I, and wow. that's that's the wrong name, but it's exactly like that. Oh and it, it's the rage to go by that. Like right. my my name's like Bob. You know, Dude, like, that's just a liberal Halloween <laughs> freaking oh, costume boy. thing, man. <laughs> Oh yeah. my god. Yeah, so I guess they're all sold out everywhere, you know, uh, Target or wherever they can't do funny. it. So yeah, it's 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 funny that Tony's Tony's in the spirit, right? He's got so his ride along with her, hey, you missed that turn, <laughs> Tony. Right, right. That so my daughter nice. and her husband Joey got one of those, you mm-hmm. know, giant, yep. giant thing. Yeah. So the latest thing after you saw the picture, uh-huh. Jim, they've got two skeleton dogs. That they put on leashes oh, wow. from his hands, and then they, they light up too, and everything. It's yeah, like, like wow. it's great. Yeah, oh, wow, that's good stuff. Yeah. I wonder when I see those, how much room does it take to store that? That's what I thought too. Isn't that the because that one neighbor you have has three? three. Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, man, that's a lot of storage. Three, I'm like, three twelve foot skeletons someplace. I'm out, man. Yeah. I get the ass yeah. story. Definitely Christmas assembly required. <laughs> right, right, exactly. So back to Tony's question. Um, in the past, when and I, and I don't know about Brandon because Brandon does a lot of different projects, Tony, we're, and we're not, you know, privileged to that. Like, where's that asphalt going, or where, you know, where that concrete might go? In, and I know you know that. Um, but they look at all sorts of projects. Whenever we've talking to them, they're they're bidding on different stuff. In the past, we've been successful. Like when they built DIA and they they built the stadium and stuff used to take a lot of our competition and they would go out and do like projects on site or DIA, they they concentrated on that. And that freed up a lot of other, other customers things. that they weren't trucking for. And, you know, instead of concentrating on that one project, we kind of cleaned up and swept up all the little things that weren't weren't being covered because people were out doing DIA, if that if that helps answer that that piece. You know, but if at the size we're at, you know, if a project comes up like that, I mean, it, to me, I look at it like being the gap, you know, with Brandon. They bid that, they knew that, they came to us, we were part of that. Absolutely. So yeah, if, if you know, there's something that Brandon needs done and, and they're gonna take on a project like that, I think our relationship that we continually try to build with Brandon makes us the first people they will call when that happens. You know, and, that, and that's the reason we talk about not hitting their gates and being responsible and, you know, not being delayed by the, the DOT if you don't have your sticker right, you know, not, not having... We're only leak. as good as our people, right? Yeah, not having, you know, leaky tailgates as such, being safe and not running lights so we can service our com- customer so we can go out and do those big projects, right. you know, and we can, we can get it done. I mean, just this week, I don't know how, I mean, everybody should be aware of the derailment that's closed I-25, the coal, we sent six trucks seven, down there? Seven. Seven, seven five, five rock trailers, is that how it was? Yeah. And then two flatbeds. And you know, the drivers that we sent down there jumped on it, we put them up in a motel. You know, I don't know, I don't think they did a lot of work as such, it wasn't hard work, but we were there and we were one of the first calls that the, the company handling that cleanup called. And that's important to, to be there and, and have that reputation and go down and take care of that stuff. And, far as i know it it was easy 
there wasn't a lot of trucking that went on. It was, <laughs> it was easy. Yeah, and 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 so thank you for those drivers that all went down. Absolutely. You know, yeah, you, thank you, you were away from your families for the night, um, but I think those guys all got some good Netflix in. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, not to to you know turn us into something sad, but <clears throat> do you know that they just got the guy out of that truck yesterday? That's the coroner just Jim, yeah. got there. You know, yeah. I, I wondered about that, Jan. I, I think that was because of the bridge and the weight and stuff like that. Because right. my first comment was, oh, hopefully they got the guy, you know, several days ago. Right. And I was like, well, I think they would try to remove him right. first, you know, even even if they were still investigating the accident. And then I did hear that, you know, it was days. That's probably just too dangerous. Yeah. You know, to yeah. Make sure that bridge was the bridge that collapsed, right? Yeah. And all that stuff. And yeah. so, yeah, that's, yeah, because there's, there's something that, Somebody died there. Yeah, you know, and and not that the driver wasn't paying attention. I don't want to. I don't even want to go there, you know, because it could have been thirty seconds before that he could have got stopped. Thirty seconds after that he could have got missed. But maybe, maybe he was on his phone. Maybe he was texting. Maybe he just getting in his lunchbox. Maybe, yeah. maybe there was a lot of things going on, you know, and maybe there was a slight amount of because you just never know what's going to go on. That's what I'm trying to lead. There is a situation you just can't plan on. Yeah, I mean, and, a, and a maybe, bridge falling on you with a bunch of train cars on it—that's hard to. Yeah, imagine. and maybe maybe it's just your numbers up. Yeah. God, God you works know, in mysterious. The ways. last time we had something similar to that was up on I seventy with the boulder that, with that girder. Oh. Well, yeah, there was a boulder one too, Jim. That was an out of state that, family. Yeah, but that girder you fell know off I mean? that bridge. Yeah, yeah, but people cap- were calling yeah. that in. Ah. That That's was called cool. in an hour yeah. before it happened. That's terrible. You know what I mean? And, and, and that, yeah, that family was in a Durango, I think. Yeah, I remember. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah, it's it, sad. I, you know, you <laughs> everything's tied together, Jim. I'm, I'm gonna, you know, go to the condition yellow, mm. right? I mean, you need to be aware of your surroundings. It's you're focused, you're engaged, you're doing. Man, you're you're in the moment. You are you're thinking. You're aware of what's happening. You. You know, and, and like Jim said, that's not to take away from from this guy. You know what I mean? What a horrific accident! Yeah. He didn't go to truck driving school. <laughs> that's not number three on the list. Be sure a bridge doesn't fall on you yeah. today. Make sure you can <laughs> make sure you mean? can fit under a bridge. Not make sure. Yeah, exactly, it's fall Jim. On exactly. You. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, and I know the guy was sixty years old. They said that several times. You know, he's probably been driving all his life. Yeah. You, know? you know, and and look look at the situation. Yeah. You know, you can't can't get it's around awful. that. No matter how many miles he's done. Right. And what 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 a you know yeah. peace to him and his family. Yeah. Sue, this is your safety topic. Mm. Mm. Speak on it. <laughs> yeah. Turn, turn the picture the other direction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it has come up before. Um and uh so we're gonna touch on it again. This was actually brought to me by the wash guys um and they do a great job everybody loves the wash jobs um, i mean my gosh amazing. they dry the cabs yeah. off with chamois they do your floor mats every time they wash your truck and one thing that they do that probably people don't realize is they they take the drip trays off and that's not just to empty the rocks and stuff out which happens right that's why we're talking about it right now but it's so the chemicals that they use on the trailers don't create streaks mm-hmm. running off. I mean, that's a detail. That is such a fine detail that nobody thinks about. So they take the time to take those drip trays off so the fenders are clean 
and they don't have um, dark gray streaks from the the uh, acidic soap that they use on the aluminum. But anyway, they are finding tray after tray after tray with material stuck behind the tray on the fender. Rock, sand, uh, grain, and the, the, the big deal is, is that everybody might walk down the driver's side of their truck to hit the button to close the tailgate and then they continue back to, to do the uh, clean off their tailgate with their tailgate brush, but they don't check the passenger side and the drip tray is on your passenger side. So go one step farther, take it one step to be better at what you do and to improve and walk around that passenger side as well. And if there's a bunch of material under that drip tray, clean it out. It only takes a minute. And that's what can bounce down the road and you know some three-quarter rock could fall out of that. Don't be that guy. And uh, hit a car and hit a windshield or a bicycle hit, or a motorcycle. Hit a biker. And um, so it, it's just one step farther to do a better job at what we do. And uh, so don't neglect that passenger side of your truck and clean out under that drip tray. Now, a lot of the drip trays haven't been removed in a long, long time, and they're rusted on. Well, all the more reason to some evening when you get in, you're doing your post-trip, spray it down with some WD and get that loosened up so you can get it off. And, and then, In case you need to do course. Right, and then you'll be that much farther ahead because you've loosened it up and got it off. So um, take that extra step. Uh, we're going to be reminding people to check their drip trays on their fenders and uh, just try to you know have each other's back and make sure that we're doing it right out there yeah and, and again no skill dave you don't have to be do a bunch of math you don't have to be really strong you don't have to be tall short you just mm -hmm. just have to want to do your job yeah clean yeah. it out be aware be aware yeah take care of somebody else not just yourself you know because that that we're talking that somebody else is somebody that's going to get hit with that rock mm -hmm. right you know or take care of the wash tray wash bay because they're doing a great job for you they're trying their best for you so help them out you know it's your they're they're your teammate what a service they provide us too those guys i mean we just guys and girls i mean lexi's out there you know i mean mm -hmm. just ah, i mean we're dumbfounded every day you can't go to a truck wash and get a better truck wash mm -hmm. you can't Absolutely go to the street and beacon yeah. you can't go anywhere i mean what those those guys and gals do for us it's it's insane and and I mean, we, we just talked about it this morning, didn't, right. didn't we? I mean, yeah. it, it's on our, yeah. you, you mentioned it, you seen a truck on 270 and like, oh my God, did we get a new trailer? Right. right. You know, and the rock trailer that came around from the back of the yard, yeah, man, man, that, that was just beautiful. Right. I picked up a anniversary jacket and Mikey shorts at Rocky Mountain Apparel yesterday. And uh, the lady that was helping me, she's like, you know, I just got to say, Every time I see your trucks, they look amazing. You guys got the best-looking fleet in Colorado. That's awesome. So, yeah. It is amazing. I'm thankful because for our Because of our people. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Right? Because of our people. I know what it's like to, to pay for truck washes and have to go around three different times because they didn't wash it right the first time. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, our... Our and wash how, bay does an incredible job. Sorry, and even if you got paid for it, Casey, how much time did that take? Three hours, oh, four yeah. hours, you know, hours and hours. It right? used to suck, right? Right, you guys, and and that was, you know, we we've eliminated all that. All you got to do is truck. Yeah, you know, you did. We, you know, you don't have to grease your truck anymore, huh, Super Dave? You don't have to 
wash it. You don't have to change the tires. Do your brakes. You know, just just ride it up and and be great at your job. That's some turnkey trucking. Yeah, and then you can count on your other teammates, your mechanics, your dispatch, the wash bay to be great. And we have great people here. You know, that's the reason that I think maybe that's the reason when when we hit the gate, it stands out so much because we have so many great people. You know, if we'd happen to see like a, a bad wash job, Dave, you know, that one one wash job out of 100 trucks, but we'd go, oh, my God, what happened? Cause, cause that our looks ex- terrible. Right? Because <laughs> our expectation has been it's high. It's so up, high. Up yeah, here. Our bar is really well, it's high. Well, it, it's not an expectation. Our bar has been here because yeah. I don't expect it. I know it'll look like that now, yeah. right? Because we see it. So, yeah, thanks, everybody. And, you know, I, I know we like, we're, like Dave said, we're like complaining and stuff, but thank you, everyone. You know, we're, we're, we got your back. We're here for you. Let's, let's. But we need you engaged. Yeah. We are here for you, but we need you engaged. Got to polish we, those rings. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Tips and tricks from Ray Davis. Making sure you have all your paperwork for your truck and trailer is up to date. You can find a permit book and the driver's side door of your glove box. Inside, or, or your glove box, sorry. Or your glove box. Sorry about that. Thank you. Inside your permit book, you will find your registration. Make sure it is up to date. And your insurance card. Make sure that is up to date as well. There is an IFTA card and your overweight permit. All these need to be up to date. If you have earned an overweight permit, remember it's a privilege and should only be used on secondary roads and not on the interstate. You will also find the JFW accident checklist. If there is not one in there, you can get one from Super Dave's office. If you have to use one of those, make sure you replace it right away. Check your inspection paper and sticker on your truck and make sure it is up to date. Also, you'll find a sticker on the driver's side of your frame rail just past your cab. Also, you need to check Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> what should I do with the expired paperwork in there? Save it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That's Re- the right answer, Jam. Throw it away. <laughs> Save Reuse it for five it years. Year. That's all right. Reuse it next year. Yeah. yeah. You're, yeah. you're good. Because, I mean, we've had that happen. <laughs> right. Right? You get called into the port. You pull your paperwork. You cruise in. Here's my registration. Well, that expired last year. Then it- oh, here's the insurance. I'll go get the well, that inspired two years ago. Sweet. You know what I mean? And yet I feel like every time we put new stuff in, we try and rifle through those and be sure there's nothing expired in there, right? Yeah. But inevitably, we find something in there. Yeah. If it doesn't need to be in there, get it out. Right. right? right. It does Only have what you need. Yeah. Or if you're not sure what needs to be in there, ask. Ask a safety yeah. director. Ask yeah. anybody on leadership. Here's We're giving you all these yep. tools. Use Absolutely. them. Absolutely. Right? Here's all these tools. Use them, please. Just pretend it's your personal car, right? You get a new insurance card, you throw the old one out. Why? Because you don't want to give the cop the wrong one. Absolutely. I mean, yep. Well, I have it on my phone. I don't carry it in my car. Sweet. You are, you are tech savvy. It's easier that way. On uh, Android, you could do that? <laughs> oh. Also. <Ow>. Shots fired. <laughs> Man, I haven't heard you guys talk about your droids in like two days. <laughs> also, you need to check the tube on the driver's side part way down the trailer on the A-frame. There's a tube, and in that tube, you will find a registration for the trailer and a Ziploc baggie to keep it dry. If it's not in a baggie, let driver support person know so they can get one for you. Check the rubber ends on the tube. If it is cracked or fallen off, please write it up so the mechanics can replace them and we won't lose the registration or insurance. Never put the trailer registration in the book. It needs to always stay in the tubes on the trailer 
so that if we drop a trailer, it will stay that with trailer. It'll stay with that trailer, and not in a truck. Also, I know we don't drop trailers that much, but while you're right there, take a look at your landing gear. Have you checked recently to make sure you have pins and clips to keep them secure? Hope all is well with the JFW family, friends, and listeners. Remember, safety has no blind spot. And then he lists the steps in our safety has no blind spot campaign. Number one, I will change lanes like my family is in the car next to me. Number two, my turn signal will flash at least four times before changing lanes, and I will leave it on until I have completed my lane change. Number three, I will look several times and make sure nothing is in my blind spot on my right front corner inside of the truck. Number four, I will check my mirrors, including the side, spot, hood, and curb mirror before starting my lane change, and then I will check again. Number five, if I am sure if there's a vehicle next to me, I will slow down to confirm it's safe before making my lane change. And number six, I will change lanes slowly in case there is a car next to me to minimize the severity of a potential accident. Much love and respect always. Ray Ray 0013 coming soon. (laughs) Thanks, Ray Ray. (laughs) Thank you, Ray. There's somebody being proactive. Absolutely. You know, that's uh, Chris and Tony giving their comments here. You know, Tony helping with that trailer down there. He could have just sat in the truck. You know, and that just would have been, then he would have been reactive if he wanted to help, but he was proactive. You know, Chris mentioning how the how they, how we see some of the drivers driving now. That's, that's proactive. This podcast is proactive. Let's not be reactive. Right. One hundred percent. Soup, you ready to hit us with that high road hauling? You bet. I had to go get it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you went to the bathroom, didn't you? No, I'm looking through my sheets here, and I'm like, oh, damn, I'm missing one. That's a pretty important one. It's going to be coming up in five minutes. Maybe you could have read the first one and said, to be continued. <laughs> <laughs> and I certainly couldn't do it from memory. <laughs> right. So this week's High Road Holland is, is something kind of near and dear to me because I, I talk about it a lot in the interviews. And I believe it's something that um, will make everybody a better person and certainly make our team better here at JFW. But um, who do you think a leader is? What is a leader? What makes a leader? The label leader is a relative term. A person doesn't have to be president or a boss or a manager to be a leader. As most of you know, I love to use the term everyday leader. It refers to a person who is able, through their actions, to make in an adverse situation better. Someone who recognizes where and how they can step in and help. No questions asked. When you see someone having a bad experience and you have the ability to help, you should. You should be able to engage on a human level. And that's why being an everyday leader, and excuse me, that's what being an everyday leader is all about. When you champion someone's cause, you build a relationship that goes beyond that moment. You're building trust, which is a foundational building block that goes so much farther. Being a great everyday leader starts with you. There are three things you should always try to emulate. Coaching. Help to educate and share your knowledge as well as receiving others' knowledge. This allows a situation to move forward toward a solution or a desired goal. Guide. Try to guide people. This goes hand in hand with coaching. A a leader will see the path towards a positive solution that works best. 
and inspire. You must be someone who encourages, motivates, inspires, and has the positive energy that exudes, we can get it done. There's always room to become a better leader, and most situations need a leader that steps up to some degree, sometimes to give tasks to to complete or just to motivate and reinforce a positive direction, and the rest takes care of itself. In every case, being an everyday leader is using social skills and not about the power of control. Most effective leaders take time to listen and learn about the situation and the people involved. They also have the vision to see things through to the end and imagine what accomplishments mean to the team and why. When the people working on a project don't want to refuse, or don't, excuse me, let me back up there. When the people working on a project don't want or refuse to be open about their method or path to completion, a great everyday leader can still help the process by contributing their personal talents and energy in a neutral or supportive way, similar to the backup quarterback role. In each and every situation, being an everyday leader will encourage others to do their very best because of your example. When one person steps up, others will follow. And the quote this week is, leadership is practiced not so much in words as in attitude and in actions. And that was spoken by Harold S. Geenan. And he was a CEO of Raytheon Corporation and also um, International Telephone and Telegraph, which I believe was the predecessor to AT&T. Oh, wow. Yeah, so he was a bigwig. And yeah. so even way back then, that was in like the 60s. Exactly. He still, they still had these type of motivational um, points of view and, and characteristics. Sure. So, Made a better company, probably. Yeah. Right? Better absolutely. culture, better better people. The, I, and I always tried to research this, Jim. This dude <clears throat> took international telephone and telegraph from grossing like 70... Nah, I'm, I'm screwed up, but he went from earning a few millions to when he retired, it, it had revenues of over $76 billion. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So Smart choices, good good technology, yeah, all that kind of stuff, yeah. right, Dave? And, mm-hmm. and to be able to manage that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good stuff. I like that one, Super. That was pretty good. Everybody can be an everyday leader. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's where I'm. It's what we ask. Yeah, mm-hmm. talking about with the, like the winter driving and the, the exactly the halls mm-hmm. and missing the curbs and you know mm-hmm. finding the inspection stickers and you know all that kind of stuff. I mean, it doesn't even have to be your truck. When you walk by the other, you know, if you're parking out in the red lot, how many trucks do you walk by to get to here? Just look at the sticker. That's that's a of any one of the trucks. That's a leader. That's a hero in my book, you know, because it, it, it made us better. Absolutely. Yeah. Final thoughts, everybody? Ooh, silence. I have a couple. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll start it off. <laughs> well, thank you. Um, stepping up, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. Everybody just have a little faith in your leadership group for the winter work. Um, we're always looking, always. Um, so, uh, like second that. thing. Uh Drive your truck like your children are in the car next to you. Mm. Please, like, make good decisions when driving your truck. And number three, take care of your tailgate seal. 
lift that gate before locking the dogs, clean out the rock, you know, make sure that seal's in pristine condition. If not, get with the shop, get it replaced. That's all I got. I like it. Yeah, good job, Casey. When you're when you're checking that liner out and stuff, or checking the the seal out, check your liner out. Mm. I mean, it's really easy. You're right. You're right there. You're lifting it up. Yep. You're inches away from that, so knock the gravel out from under it. Yep. So, yeah, my, mine's uh, pretty short this week. No, no poems or or grand thought. But uh, uh, sometimes the battles that take the most strength are the ones that you choose not to fight. You know, and, and whether that be gossip or anything, and I, I kind of I want to bring it back to, to JFW here is, you know, sometimes the battles that you take that, that take the most strength are the ones that you choose not to fight. The hard wires, they seem like a battle that people have just taken on that, why, why are they worth fighting? Why is that, why is that so, you know, the winner work? Why? That's a battle some people have chosen to, to fight. Isn't there more important things out there than that? You know, you're, 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 the, you're the professional. You got the driver's license. You're more than capable of it. We, we wouldn't have hired you if we didn't think you were that person. Right. Right? You know, we, we have all the faith in the world in you. And, and, and I know you, you know, you might think that that hardwired is the best in the world, but it's the best of the world for you. Not, not the company, not the goal. We can't, you know, sometimes it does just take one person to make a change, but we're trying to make a change because we're, we're better as a group. We've proven it over and over that we're better together. You know, when you have a conversation with somebody and whether you're right or wrong, almost always there's a better way to do it after you have a conversation. Right. Even even if you're right, if that person helps you do it, it's better. And so just just watch your battles. Might be the same thing, you know, with the toilet paper with the wife. Just just go get the extra piece of toilet paper. <laughs> Fill the you know the roll. Just, just one piece. Yeah, just, just one piece. I said one piece. That's reason I switched it to roll. Yeah, that might. I have to try it. Just pull one piece and leave it on the roll. Here you go. <laughs> I love you, Holly. I get you yelled at. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So that's that's all I got. I'm just thankful for everyone. You know, we kind of started on the wash bay, and you know that just cascades into everything and everyone. I mean it. This is a long, arduous chain that we have here at JFW that's connected. You know, and I've went over it and went over it and we talk about it and we talk about it, but sometimes it just needs pointed out again, you know, and there's two positions here. We say you're a driver or your driver support, right? Every one of us sitting here talking about everything going on today, we need to be driver support and we need to remember that. We need to be here to help support that driver. And when I talk about that chain, you know, I don't know exactly where the chain starts or stops, but we're all connected through dispatch, through the shop, through the driver, through the wash bay, through the night mechanics, through the day mechanics, through leadership, through the safety team. I mean, that chain is is long and, and arduous and connected and we touch each other's lives all day long. And, you know, we need to be a badass chain. We can't have a weak link in it. You know, so yeah, absolutely. I, I, I'm thankful for the. I think we got a three eighths high tensile chain going. I'm pretty, 
pretty cool, pretty happy with it. So thanks, everybody. Awesome. Absolutely. Anything else, Sue? Yeah. So did anybody see the clouds last night? Yes. Yes. Were they freaking amazing oh, or yes. what? That uh, pink. I, oh, uh, God. I'll tell you. And they looked like something out of Star Wars or something. Yeah. The way that the right. texture and the way that the lines were going and everything. And I had a little bit of an aha moment. You know, I am like the dude that's always cold. I'm, I'm always cold. And I'm tired of, tired of winter. I'm tired of being cold. <laughs> But you know what? It's how you look at it. It's how you make it. So last night was just so beautiful. The colored trees, the red sky or the the, the orange clouds. Broncos. Thought, well, this bron- is beautiful. That was you know, a Broncos sunset. You don't almost. see yeah. this in the middle of the summer. No. And so you really have to take all of the beauty that we have in Colorado, the seasons that we experience, and put it into your own positive perspective because that's going to make the difference. Winter doesn't suck. Winter's beautiful, but you have to look at it that way. Mm-hmm. Fall is not like the end of summer, which it is, right? But you think, <laughs> oh, what a drag. You know, it's a little bit of a melancholy feeling because the warm summer nights are over, the shorts and things are going back in the, you know, in the dressers because you're going to be wearing coats and that. But still take everything that comes your way and look at it in a positive light and you'll, you'll feel better for it. Oh, absolutely. Well put, Dave. Nice. Uh, My final thought, it's just a quote I've seen before, and I saw it again this morning, and I didn't have another final thought, so this is it. Don't be upset by the results you did not get, by the work you did not put in. So if you want something, you got to go out and work for it. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the Channel 23 podcast. Hit that follow button. Also, don't forget to go back and listen to episode 72 to help find Amber's mom. Links to her story will be in the description of today's podcast. Let's say the creed and get on at it. That sounds great. Thank you, Jim. Yep. Together we face and overcome all that stands before us. Together we are accident-free. Together we joyfully create honest value for those we serve. Together we celebrate our differences and respect those with whom we work. Together we are accountable for our words and our actions. Together, we are the JFW family. All right. Thanks, Casey. Glad to have you on, buddy. Have a great week, everybody. Be safe. I see those big, bright, shiny red trucks just a-truckin' down the road. Those big, bright, shiny red trucks just a-lookin' for another load. Well, it's a family tradition. Any Rocky Mountain day, our fathers before us showed us the way. We work for asphalt cowboys and concrete kings, but that's never been a problem because we got diesel in our veins. We've got diesel in our veins. See those big, bright, shiny red trucks just a trucking down the road. Those big, bright, shiny red trucks just looking for another load. I hear there's a couple million tons to move. I see them everywhere. So you best get out their way and watch that sand and gravel disappear. There's another run to make. We gotta get it there on time. We got what it takes to lay it all out on the line. We'll lay it all out on the line.
big bright shiny red trucks just a trucking down the road those big bright shiny red trucks just looking for another load those big bright shiny red trucks got the best drivers in town they got all the tools they need to keep that hammer down when they hit them scales they won't need to dodge them won't need to duck them they just keep that hammer down and they keep that diesel trucking keep that hammer down and keep that diesel trucking i see those big bright shiny red trucks just a trucking down the road those big bright shiny red trucks just a looking for another load they just keep them doors closed keep them butts in their seats cause those customers are calling and those red trucks can't be beat they've gotta put the hammer down and pick up another load get it off the ground keep them eyes open and on the road Keep them eyes open on the road. I see those big, bright, shiny red trucks just a trucking down the road. Those big, bright, shiny red trucks just looking for another load. Breaker, Breaker 23, anybody got a copy on that Channel 23 podcast? Welcome. Thanks for listening.